okay. Continue to pray for Big Mama because I'm y'all Big Mama now. <laughs> yeah, uh, little Mama. Um, <laughs> but listen, that's a good thing. Like that you own the men, so that's a good thing. Definitely continue throwing up prayers for my good sis. I'm glad to know that um, you're feeling somewhat better. That's a good thing. Yes. Happy birthday, Aaron! Happy birthday, Aaron! Ow, got it. It's your birthday. <laughs> that, part. Go that part yeah. um i have like i have had a pretty good week um i am doing a fast this week and it has not been too bad uh well i think i started a week and a half ago about a week and a half ago um it hasn't been too bad so I'm like starting to adjust and feeling a little bit better and lighter and just in a good mood and good spirits. I've had a productive weekend and week. So yeah, I'm, I'm doing good. Well, that's good to hear. Uh, did, did you eat any bacon or anything? Baby, only bacon I eat is turkey bacon, but I can eat bacon. It's like the carbs, the sugars, all the, you know, um, fried foods like anything like sugar-based drinks it's like stuff like that and then um, a no spend which i spent money yesterday but i needed to redo one of my bathrooms and i didn't spend a lot of money like i had some things that i had to return so um it was still like around 50 dollars, so it wasn't bad so um, I'm still doing better on that, but not as good as I would ho have hoped because I wanted to spend like nothing, but it was for a good Martha, cause. I needed to redo my bathroom. Martha, Martha, baby, <laughs> listen. <sighs> you, you haven't been in your house like a long time. Why are you redoing your bathroom? Listen, I follow so many decorating pages and I get so much decorating inspo and I want more of a spa feel to my bathroom so i want it to be you know like spa like so i needed like new containers and you know um all the things and just like new 
Kleenex holder, all that type of stuff. So um, I want it underneath my sink, very organized with the little turnabouts and then like some containers to house everything. So yeah, um, uh, but I didn't spend too, too much. So, you know, uh -huh. I'm and doing better. And why stand a man cave? Don't get your ass tied oh, out, please. No, he didn't. Don't put that bad juju on my sis. Don't, don't come in here with that nonsense. Why <laughs> your ass on being nice? Today don't ain't the day. Nice. <laughs> don't come up here with that nonsense, putting that bad juju. Listen, Girl, don't do that. What do we mm -mm. do with a baby? Come bring, I'm bringing the concrete. You can bring it to me. I like babies. You can have it. <laughs> um, yours. Listen, what was I? Oh, DMAC. He he asked, did you get the cash app that he sent? Uh, concrete. Can you check the cash app? Because I, I saw it. No, DMAC absolutely sent, he sent you a little blessing along with a little message wishing you, um, you know, sending you well wishes uh, as it relates to your health. Um, he definitely sent a cash app. So thank you. Thank you, DMAC, for blessing my business. No, he did. He blessed you. <laughs> absolutely. Hey, bro, Carlin. Um, why Carlin birthday coming up, baby? When? Girl on the 26th. Really? Yes. Girl, I'm going to have to tell you about that damn Carlin, baby. Listen. Yeah, we got to chat because I got some stuff for you, too. I just haven't had a chance to um, talk to you. Sin. What? Yeah. Already Curling. got his list, baby. Uh, Girl, Carlin is so funny. Curlin mm -hmm. is the hardest person in the world to shop for. You told me that. Listen, I'm gonna get mm -hmm. his ass a leaf blower, and we gonna call it a day. <laughs> no, household gifts are not for the person because you don't want him bringing you a Dyson for your birthday. Talking about, huh? Oh, hey, here you go, girl. I wish on a star. Curlin ass would bring me a Dyson, baby. <laughs> Listen, I want a Dyson, but not for my birthday. You better buy that on your own. <laughs> Your birthday girl. <laughs> Heck no, you gotta buy that on your own time. I'm gonna keep using my little steam mop and keep it on moving because baby, not for my birthday. Listen, mm -hmm. I've been trying to figure out stuff to get him. Um, I had asked some people last night, they was telling mm -hmm. me to give him um like uh, an extra person in the what you call it, and I'm like, oh, so oh, her in. oh, that type of that's the type of gift you're trying to get. Hell no, because I, I know some people that know some people. Oh, I mean, oh, okay, no, um, <laughs> no, 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 I'm just joking. Stop, because you Let know they go run. <laughs> I'm playing. I swear I'm playing. They're going to run with I that, baby. No <laughs> you no. now, baby. I, I am joking. Don't even start that mess. You are Lord, a I have now, honey. Oh, no. Oh, no, Listen, honey. I swear I don't. I promise. You sure? Can y'all hear Danny? Uh, someone asked, what's going on with your mic? God damn it. Ain't nothing I can hear you fine. Uh... He'll be all right. Yeah, because sure. I don't see anyone else saying that they're having problems, so I think we're good. Yeah, girl. Uh, I've been trying to figure it out. And yeah, because he's a techie, and he's into, he has some very unique um, hobbies and interests. Girl, it's like trying to shop for uh, 
somebody old daddy who got every damn thing. So I'm <laughs> like, if I what if I got him like a little lawnmower, like a little leaf blower or something? Baby, no, you bet not. I won't even let you. Uh-uh. Don't do that. Don't, 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 do not. Because listen, you will always find something for the house that you can buy. I'm talking about, listen, I've been in my house. I ain't even been in my house for two years, but we can always find something we need or little gadgets for the house and all that. That is not for the birthday and, you know, birthday and Christmas presents. Those are just things you purchase for the house. That's no one's so, specific gift. But you remember like back in the day, you could bring mm -hmm. sis like a, a nice little vacuum cleaner or get her a dishwasher. <laughs> And, and sis would be satisfied with it. Would you like, like, uh, you know, matter of fact, I used to watch like I Love Lucy. Like mm -hmm. I love Lucy. I love watching I Love Lucy, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, Ricky had got with uh Lucy like a dishwasher and, and shit for her birthday, and I was like, I cussed, I would have cussed Ricky ass out, so I couldn't mm -mm. Ricky out no more, honey. So but you, I do see women saying that like if my hubby bought me a new washer and dryer or like some women get excited over it. I love like new little gadgets. I loved when we redid our entire kitchen, like gutted it out, redid the entire kitchen. Beautiful. I felt so good about it, but I don't want that as my gift. <laughs> you can do that and get me something. You. <sighs> Mm -mm. Yeah, that's how I feel about it. Cause, but I, I'm you got to go back to the drawing board board on that one, boo. Girl, I'm like, um, he gonna take this leaf blower and be excited <laughs> about it. Call it a day. Like, oh my god, he's gonna be blowing the shit out of them leaves. I'm not about um, to play with you. <laughs> not a freaking leaf blower. Ah, <laughs> mm -mm. yes, girl. And then, okay, let's switch lanes. Let me ask you this. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So back in the day, like way, way back in the day, like when men used to holler at you, right? Mm -hmm. And you turned them down. Like, okay, let's say a guy approached you. Like, how would you turn them down? Oh, I'm always like too nice. Almost. I'm always like, uh, no, thank you. I I'm engaged. That's how you would say it. What yeah, that's exactly how I say it. So would you call guys like bro like um and I saw this post on um O'Shea Duke Duke Jackson's channel and it was a girl the guy was like oh hey miss lady whatever whatever you looking good and she was like oh thank you big homie and the all the men was like oh she's so masculine what do you think about this I mean, I guess for me, like I said, I'm always like, I'm never like the nasty person when I'm not interested in, in someone. And I've heard men say, like I, I recently actually, while you bring that up and I'm going to answer your question, I saw a post um, uh, uh, in like a group that I'm in and they were talking and the girl, the guy was saying he tried to, well, his friend tried to talk to a woman by inboxing her after being divorced maybe like five years. This was the first woman he tried to talk to. And she kind of called him thirsty and was like kind of berating him. Like for him, literally, he just complimented her and was trying to talk to her. Um, 
I'm never the person that's nasty towards guys when they try to talk to me. But then again, I might be too nice because some men are like extremely persistent. So when you say something like that, they'll keep walking alongside of you. Oh, what that matter? I don't, you know, they don't care about the fact that you're saying that if you say it too pleasant. But I don't think there's anything wrong with someone saying, um, no, nah, bro, I'm good. Like, I don't find anything wrong with that. That's your method. I I didn't find anything wrong with that either. And then I'm like, if she's calling you bro or she's she's telling you she's not interested, um, she's trying to be nice. She's trying to keep it light. She's trying to keep it friendly. Um, and then they're like, oh, you see Kid Cloud. What is she, a gang member? And oh I'm God. like, why she got to be a gang member? It'll be like if she. Because <laughs> she's she, homie. Yeah, because if she'd be like, if like a guy approached me and he'd be like, hey, what's up? And I'd be like, oh, uh, oh, big homie, I'm married. Thank you so much, though. That's telling you I'm not interested. I'm not trying to be a bitch to you. Um, I'm trying to I'm not trying to be friends or anything, but I'm trying to draw a clear line. So there's no confusion, no anything, but it's like, uh, guys don't know how, how aggressive they are when they come on to us either. And I think that they call us masculine. Like if a woman says, nah, big homie or nah, bro, or whatever, whatever, um, people will have a problem with that. And I, I'm like, what's the issue with that? Um, is that how you would typically respond? If So if a guy is trying to talk to you and he says to you, um, you know, hey, you know, what's up, Ma? Or like ask for your number or something like that. I understand that you don't find a problem with it. But would you respond something similar to that? Like typically. Say that one more time, shall I? Have what, ended up getting a call. Oh, what, so I, I understand that you don't have you don't think there's an issue with um with women who respond like that. And like I said, I don't necessarily think there is an issue with it, but have you ever responded to a guy like that? Like kind of like by clearly defining the parameters and saying, nah, bro, or, you know, nah, homie, I'm good. Like, have you ever? I, I'm saying you don't have to use like a, a gangster voice when you say nah, bro, or nah, big homie. You're like, oh, nah, bro. Oh, big homie, that's so sweet. You don't have to be like, nah, nigga. Or nah, blood. You know what I'm saying? Like the women who speak like that aren't typically speaking in a feminine way. Like a lot of New York women are like, they're a little bit more gruff. And they like <laughs> they're not using a feminine voice when they like, nah, homie, or you know, nah, yo, nah, son, I'm good. Like they're not saying it because they're not being passive with it. They're very assertive and they like, nah, I'm good, type of thing. Yeah, I, I just think that if she's trying to be friendly and sweet and she's not telling you, nah, you broke ass nigga, you need a haircut, you should take like you should take the big homie, you should take the brother, you should take um those things and understand why she's doing that. Um Guys can be very, very aggressive when they're trying to talk to you. You turn a guy down. Hey, Miss Lady, uh, what's up? Well, I'm married. You know, you'd be like, I'm married. You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, your husband don't allow you to have right. friends. Or he no, ain't got to know. Or you know what I mean? Right. Like and, and, and then it's like, well, no, he, he, he does have to know. Well, I'm just saying, you going to miss your blessing, little mama. Uh, <laughs> 
before it amps up to some disrespect though. <laughs> like yes. you gotta get out of there before it get disrespectful. And then facts, girl, you really gotta get out of there before the it thing. gets that's why it's literally a technique. Like even because I'm I'm like literally extremely feminine and very like nice and polite whenever I decline someone, I'm aware of that and I know that typically that does not work. They will continue to try to talk to me. So I'm saying it as I'm walking. I'm not stopping, like I'm smiling, but I'm saying it as I'm walking. I keep moving because I know that that, that can elevate. You know what I mean? Like it's only going like if you're standing there and engage and you're still like you know declining their advances it can't elevate to a point of disrespect so you yeah, gotta they even called you a bald-headed bitch in a minute listen <laughs> i'm trying to tell you he ain't nobody want to talk to you anyway you ain't all that like i mean like, so ugly. That? Like, all that because i politely declined your advance like why bro Yes. Shout out mm -hmm. to John Doe. He says, I've seen a lot of guys curse women out, even if she respectfully declined. That is embarrassing. Mm -hmm. We've seen that. And it's like, um, if a woman is trying to say, like, nah, little bro, nah, little bro, you know, that's so sweet, nephew, or da-da-da-da-da. You you're trying to get out of a situation without being disrespectful, without it turning into anything, and you're trying to get up, get your ass out of there as soon as possible. But you know, I, I just found it so hilarious that people are like, "Ah, oh, they're being masculine again." It's like, damn. You yeah, I do think that that that's that is literally. Um, I don't think that's a good example uh, unless like he had a video to display like how she was engaging with the guy and she was doing it and like, and it's di any different than what you've described. I don't, I wouldn't necessarily see that as masculine. Yeah. I, I, w I was like, uh, if she's calling you bro or homie or whatever, I think she's just trying to keep it light and friendly um, while trying to establish a boundary um, without now trying I to come do, up. I do that oh. online. So when a man is engaging with me online, like if it's someone I have been talking to online, just friendly, like in groups and like I'm familiar with their rhetoric in groups and we comment and maybe they've inboxed me like, did you see that post? Like on some, I will absolutely use the term bro because I don't want you thinking because you're in my inbox on some, on some general things that, you know, you can take it there. So I do use the term like, um, hey, like when I see them comment and they like, you know, hey, see Rose or something like that, I definitely use the term bro. But that's someone that I'm like familiar with just on the street, somebody trying to come at me, I don't use it. But someone if I'm familiar with your dialogue or your rhetoric, and you're right. engaging with me just to ensure that I've kind of defined that boundary, I will use the term bro. Okay. Or Shout brother. out. Right, right. Shout out to Black Wizard. He says, I was walking with my baby strapped to my chest. I'm teaching him to say hi. I saw this woman and waved at her and told my son to say hi. She mm -hmm. sneered at me and lifted her cell phone oh to her gosh. ear. <laughs> uh, Black Wizard, she probably thought she was trying to use that damn baby. To, Listen, uh, get some, at men her. Do that. some men do that, but literally not everybody is trying to come at you. This man probably got a whole wedding ring on his finger, walking with his baby, just trying to be friendly. But I told you that um, my fiance has said that, like he said that when he like opened a door for a woman, like that they will like frown up and sneer at him, but he is from you know the new york new jersey area so there it's a different type of breed up that way 
Yeah. Um, shout out to Eugene Steele. He says, Danica Marie talked to the fellas the other day about how to check up for a woman. Girl, I can't hardly see. Or females uh -huh. validation by giving a nod, waving, etc. If a woman does not respond, move on. Um, you know what? It's so crazy. So I'm thinking it's becoming to a point where women are going to have to start hollering at the men. They said uh, that. That's what it's looking like it's coming down to. Women are going to have to uh, be the ones to really give the eye contact or yeah. tell the guy to come here or um, whatever. Women are really going to have to start getting their game together because y'all didn't whoop these poor men into submission, honey. Um, like, y'all mean as hell. Can you blame men for wanting women to make the first move in the climate that we're in? Like, the liberal climate that we're in where a man can't say, like, you know, literally, there have been studies that show, I think like 60% of relationships starts in the work environment. Now, if you try to talk to a woman at work, she gonna say it's sexual harassment. Now, Unless he's fine. Yeah, unless he fine, you know, like you literally have to tiptoe around. Like now, if you inbox her, even though most of us are communicating online eight to eight out eight plus hours a day, you are doing it wrong. You're overstepping a boundary. Like the game is kind of stacked against men at this stage, and they don't know how to operate. I don't know how to operate in it, so I can see why a lot of them are like, "Nah, you got to approach me." <laughs> like I ain't even messing with it. Shout out to Miss J. She says, only issue I have is guys think you want to have sex with them mm -hmm. five seconds after you meet them. I'm like, mm -hmm. damn, can I get to know you before we get down to business? Um, this is the thing, though. I actually did a I surveyed my uh, Facebook audience about. Um, women um, knowing if they instantly want to have sex with a guy. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking that women would be smart enough to say, well, no, it takes me time to figure out if I want to have sex with the guy. It takes me a, it takes me a little while. It takes me to get to know the guy, this, this, that, and the third. The majority of women that commented on that post, let's just say it was 100 women, the majority, I would say like 95% of women said that they know instantly whether or not they want to have sex with a guy. So mm -hmm. if a woman knows that she wants to have sex with a guy and a guy approaches you, guys are at a point now where they're not, they're saying they're not going to allow you to waste their time and to bullshit them. Um, especially if they know that you would fuck, um, if you met the right guy that you were attracted to in whatever moment you would go. And so guys now are like, well, I'm going to ask for the pussy first. I'm going to ask for the pussy right mm -hmm. off. I'm not going to beat around the bush with you. Yeah, I'm not going to so play with though. you. Like, it, even it, it, I understand women know a woman could be sexually attracted to you when she first meets you. Like I can be sexually attracted, attracted to you. I can find you physically attractive. So if things go as planned and you don't stick your foot in your mouth, which most men do 
uh, all too often and or you're not introducing sex into the equation too early. Yes, I find you attractive. And if things go right, we, we are going, it, it will lead us to having sex. However, if you are crass, if you sending me pics, like surprise pics and all you have to talk about <laughs> is like you literally, you have to simulate me mentally first. I, I, like, I literally, I don't care how fine you are. I see attractive men and I'm like, dang, he's fine. However, if you can't stimulate me mentally, if we don't have a connection beyond the physical, it's not doing it for me, bro. I'm just saying. Yeah, um, it sounds good in theory. It sounds good in theory. But then how do you explain to the guys that you gave, gave it up for a chicken box? And, uh, I ain't never uh, been in that situation. <laughs> I am literally like, and maybe I'm weird. Uh, I, I'm often finding myself in positions where I find that I'm the odd woman out. I am literally the chick who used to be like, if we sleep together, it's because we're all we go together. Like I have always been in monogamous relationships. I've never been like into the casual thing. Um, you know, I that's just not me because I, I I don't care if you are the finest man in the world. I would rather sleep with somebody ugly and be in a relationship with them than sleep with a fine person for just one night. Like that that doesn't do it for me. I'd rather not, and I don't care if you are allegedly the best. You know, if you a porn star, if you are the best in bed, like in the entire world, I'd rather miss out on that one night of pleasure and have something constant. And that's just me. Yeah, I agree. I, you know, I, it makes plenty of sense. But um, we still we can't deny, you know, like I still go back to like, you know, girl, women ain't fucking like that fucking that fast or giving head at the gas station or um, fucking at the grocery store or getting head in the parking lot. You all, I always want to think that, but men talk and men have stories and men are telling how they are slowing these chicks out. Yeah, and that's, it's one nothing. Side. that's one person's perspective. The truth probably lies somewhere in the middle. I don't believe that it's a normal thing for women to be giving head in the gas station and stuff, unless you're no, up on no, the no, no, no. and offer no. her $10 for her to go get a bump. I don't think no. that that's a normal thing. Like, I do think, I do think that there are women who, like, they just want to get their raw. I do believe that, but I don't think that that's the majority of women. I think that um, women will give it up fast when it is somebody that they want to deal with, when it's somebody that they like. Um, mm -hmm. I don't think that the guy has to do any work when the woman likes the guy. I yeah. think um, a woman will be assertive and aggressive because we don't talk about the aggressiveness of females and how females run around here grabbing penises and yeah, um, they will. talking nasty and doing whatever, but <laughs> chicks will get down very fast if that that's what true, they want to do. I think that's a certain type of woman. Like, I don't think that most women, like, not most women, I don't think that all women are Ms. like Hattie grabbing at the church gets stuff. down too, baby. I would think it was a certain type. I, I listen, used to she's, think that, that. Means that she's a certain type. Like, just because she goes to church does not mean that she's not a certain type. She may be a that's certain true. type in church clothing. I'm not saying like a, a certain type. Mean, meaning that you go to church. I'm talking about your morals, your values, your character. Like, I, not to say, and, and like, who knows? Maybe there is a large percentage of women who do that. I don't know, like, grown women who, now I will say that grown women have very raunchy conversation about sexual, uh, sexually explicit things. But as far as like grabbing on the man and stuff, I've always seen a certain Girl. type of woman doing that. <laughs> I, the I, it, 
it's it surprised me when I when you really get to talk and really have good conversations with men and you start talking um like the type of chicks that um would do something versus the type of chicks that aren't that aren't doing anything. Mm-hmm. It's like guys will tell you that it's the quiet chicks that will surprise you. Mm-hmm. Um, the girl who looks extra conservative is probably mm-hmm. the biggest freak. The she would time. surprise you. Yeah. And so you can't necessarily box and say um, who these women are or what these women are capable of because but I'm not you saying just a never physical know. description. Like I'm talking I about character. You. Like your like, but to be honest, my friend, she might be listening to the show. Um, and she's my boo, love her to death, but uh, and she is like a big old freak, and she does not look the part, like glasses. Um, uh, I mean, she's very shapely, so if you're judging just off of her shape, but you know, she does, she's not like, doesn't wear color. She don't wear really wear weave like that. Every once in a while, she'll wear braids and that's a newer thing. She doesn't get her nails done. Like you like, so I know that there's not a specific look to those women. Um, but yeah, you know, who, you know, I, uh, yeah, <laughs> this is interesting though. I, I was going to say something else, but I'm going to save it for the actual topic. Cause it ties in better with the actual topic. So I don't even want to bring it up and kind of divert the conversation. But I did have one more thing that I wanted to ask you about. Okay, okay. Here's the... Have you seen how um, the DA in LA County is moving forward allegedly with the charges on T.I. and Tiny with the 11 accusers and that there's another accuser that has come out that is male that is alleging sexual assault and I want to know if you've seen that. And the other part of my question is, are we now canceling T.I.'s music as well as Escape's music? And Nelly, because Nelly is also um, alleged to have been engaging with this stuff with T.I. I mean, I'm at the point now um, with so many um, people being accused and so many having accusations and so many big stars and so many talented people. We ain't going to have shit else to listen to. I mean, goddamn. gospel, and I don't even know if gospel uh, the is girl, the, Hell, I trust them. To, I trust them even less, <laughs> to be honest. You better listen to some Kirk Franklin stomp, baby, because oh. uh, Kirk, uh, Kirk, who be stomping his damn son, Kirk. <laughs> Listen, you know what? I'm not about to play with you. <laughs> Baby, Kirk Kirk really meant that shit. Kirk listen, was like, stop. Like, for real. I, listen, I, I agree, but why is it though that we can distinguish? Why is it though that when we when our favorite artist or our favorite actor is being alleged that we can make a distinction and say, well, all black men are now being alleged. But when, when it was Bill and Kells and, you know, like those people, it's like, oh yeah, they did it. But now we're like picking and choosing because, Girl, you know. You know what it is? It's because it's so many, like, <laughs> niggas with money and power, baby. <laughs> they don't know how to act. <laughs> and it's so many of them. Mm-hmm. And I think people are like, okay, so you had Kels, you had Bill Cosby, you had Michael Jackson, mm-hmm. um, you got T.I., it's you had like, Cuba Good Jr. Like, yeah. I mean, you had Russell Simmons. Yeah. Um 
and and you you steadily the guy from stead- Birth of a Nation, the guy, uh, the other guy who's the actor who I mean the director who wrote that really oh I can't even think of like it's it's so many people in Hollywood that's been so many black people in Hollywood so many so mm-hmm. many. And so then it's like, um, I think black people are kind of looking kind of puzzled and shit now because it's yeah. so many. And then it's like, well, okay. Um, they haven't been convicted or they have been convicted or if they're in jail. Now, I kind of feel like if a person has been convicted, maybe that should be the line. But mm. I but don't know at this point. Trust. Bill Cosby True. was convicted, and look what happened. <laughs> like, um, you can't trust that. Not that's... in this uh, U.S. injustice system. No, baby. <laughs> not that. the injustice system, girl. Mm-hmm. That's but that's, that's kind of the area that we're at because everybody's being accused of something. And so now it's like um, we as people don't really take hard stances on it anymore. Um mm-hmm. If a woman cancel comes culture forward, has been canceled. Shit. Girl, <laughs> what cancel culture? That's what um, I'm saying. Yeah. And, and like, I'm really interested to see because there's a woman involved. So that's why I want to see because Tiny and T.I. are on the uh, are being alleged to have engaged in these acts. So I want to see if black women, if black people, if gonna gonna survive Tiny and T.I., if black women are going to be advocating for us canceling Tiny and Escape because you can't listen to Escape without listening to Tiny. Like how? I guarantee Houseway. not. I guarantee not. Mm-hmm. Um, it is one of those things that we as a society are not fully ready to take accountability for. Um, the Me Too movement was started uh, to uh, expose the church and what goes on inside the church. Mm-hmm. Black people have been covering up sexual assault for True. years. Just like the Christian um, church, just like the Catholic church. Yeah. Um, for years. Yes. And even more so. Um, we talking about these men, but if they opened up a can of whoop ass, if they opened up a can of worms on these women and mm. how women are aggressive and sexual and fucking yeah, these little boys. And, but men, and no, young boys, they, they don't. think it's a notch on their they belt. Don't. Like men don't report, even in the workplace. I, now I have to be honest. I've seen women say things that could be construed as sexual assault in the presence of men and men do not go run off and to HR. It's typically no, something they don't. that women do. Yeah. But then um, if you talk to any of your homeboys and you realize that the majority of them have lost their virginities to older women. Yep. yep. It is. We don't talk it, about it, that. It, though. We, we won't talk about it. Mm-hmm. We won't acknowledge it. Um, black women want to continuously be victims in the sexual assault uh, arena. We we constantly victimize ourselves but then if you really get down to the nitty-gritty men are experiencing and boys excuse me are experiencing just as much if not more sexual assault oh yeah um and that aspect and we won't we 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 want to constantly point the finger and blame men we just want to point the finger and say that it's all on them it's all their fault but we won't ever acknowledge um, our roles and our parts and our sexual aggressiveness, our nastiness. We won't talk about that shit at all. So I don't, I don't know. I don't know at this point. 
Absolutely. Well, I just wanted to highlight that because I'm seeing more and more information and knowing that they are investigating this as a crime. And I know that Tiny and T.I. have lost all sorts of endorsements and, you know, um, yeah, they're being affected yeah, by this. But um, then I call bullshit on Hollywood and I'm going to call major bullshit on Hollywood. Fuck Hollywood. Um, Hollywood does these things where um, it's good for media. And so they'll give you a picture in media where we're canceling them. We're canceling their shows. We're not going to do this. We're not going to do that. And then what you will find is if you go to Hulu, Netflix, um, prompt, Amazon Prime, whatever, and you go to those videos, you're still seeing their catalogs of music, video, whatever they've done. You're still able to see catalogs and somebody is still getting money off of those um, things. So it's never going to be a cancellation culture as long as money's able to be made. Absolutely, I call bullshit because, on all of it. Yes, because those that are in positions of power, their pockets would be impacted. Like there's never, and, and um, even during the trial and stuff, they said that there was like a spike in R. Kelly's music. Like in addition, you know, some I of mean, these people, I'm just saying. Think about Michael Jackson, R. Kelly, like at the time when Michael Jackson passed away, he still owned the Beatles catalog. So if we're canceling Michael Jackson and we don't want to put for example, just throwing an example out there. Let's say he was still alive and or if he had passed away and Catherine did not uh, sell uh, the catalog. Um, if we say we're canceling Michael Jackson and we we don't want him to be able to make another dime, th then that means that white folks would have to stop listening to the Beatles music too. Effects. So I think that there are so many different moving parts when you say you want to cancel somebody and people in positions of power are making money and feeding their children and creating legacy off of these black artists. So they're that's they right. aren't going to allow them to truly be canceled. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. And so um, cancel culture is a joke. Um, all of it's a joke. And it's a it's a it's a sick, sick joke. It's a sick ass <laughs> joke, but it's a joke. Um, you still have execs walking around, still living life, still balling, still having fun, still doing. Girl, what's the point? So. Yeah, like, um, I don't, I, I just, I think it's, I think it's a wrap. Um, I think it's a wrap. I think it's like, if you have been assaulted, man or woman, I think you're going to have to do the absolute most to prove it. And even if you prove it, um, we are a forgiving nation. We are a forgetful nation as well. Now that's um, true. We on to the next so quick. Uh, let something else be trending. We didn't forget all about you know whatever we were supposed to and, be focused on. And they'll come back and play your music. They'll come back and play the whoever did whatever's music. Um, and all it takes is for Hollywood to say is that this is trending or that this is popping or that um, one yeah. celebrity endorses it. And if you have a big enough celebrity to endorse somebody else, um, that somebody that everybody follows, we as society are sheeple. We're 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 still going. We're going to follow um, yeah. because such and such likes it. And we don't take hard stances on anything worthwhile. We don't. 
Girl, it's whatever. We're very fickle people, but I I also do think in the same vein that we should not be quick to cancel someone because of an allegation. I do think that we should have concrete proof and and that's unfortunate because but the court system requires the same. I think that um and, and I think that we should have concrete proof, but that we should also be leery of the the court system. That if if the court system is employing you know unfair tactics and practices that are unethical, that that should be taken into account too. Um, but uh, unfortunately, we should require proof. We're talking about someone's life. You can, you shouldn't just be able to make an allegation because we have a like this country has a history of making allegations towards black men and you know towns are burned down as a result of it they're lynched they're pulled behind pickup trucks and their limbs torn from their body they're in prison and then somebody comes into county jail and takes them from the jail and sets them on fire torches them shoots them riddles them with bullets because of an allegation with no proof we as you know uh, as 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 um the black community should not take that same stance. Like we should require concrete proof and we should be leery of how the justice system is operating as it relates to these uh, allegations and charges. And that's just my opinion. I absolutely agree. Um, I think a bigger, I think one of the bigger part of the problems is, is um, broken family structures. Um, at one point, if your daughter came to you, not your daughter. If somebody's daughter came to them and said that somebody that this man harmed them and um, the whole family would go and beat the nigga ass, the whole family would go yeah. mess the guy yeah. up. Listen, um, um, that's happened before in my family, to be honest. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> Seriously. And so then and I have very th- vivid memories of it. Now, think about it like this. If you have taken away the brothers and sisters, the uncles and aunties, and you are dealing with a bunch of single parent homes, bunch of single mom homes, the mother does not have a line of protection. Um, If she's a single mother and she doesn't have a big family, she doesn't generally have a line of protection. It's just her surviving with her children. Her children doesn't have a single line of protection because the father's not in the home. There's no structure being built. There's nobody to protect. Um, I don't think we take those things into consideration, which I want to kind of lead into the topic um, when we talk about the future as female. Um, We've taken men out of the home like we've taken them out of the home in droves. Your kids aren't being protected people are able to come and molest your children because they know you ain't got nobody to come fight for you. Mm-hmm. Um, they able to treat your children like shit because they know you ain't going to do shit. They know you ain't going to do shit. And even when you start to fight, they know that there's only so much you can do and they take advantage. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. They take advantage of that. So then what? Um, I think that you have a a great point. I do think that the breakdown of the family structure is definitely something to examine. When I think about like growing up, like I said, I have four brothers and they are all very big guys. My oldest brother was always, has always been, well, was always a force to be reckoned with. 
Um, I think that when you have an intact family uh, structure or an intact community, that people are less likely to do some of the slimy things that they do because they know they won't get away with it. And That's exactly true. Exactly. When they do, they set an example. So just a quick story time, just for a, a minute or so. Um, like I said, I, there was a situation in my family where someone was um, touched and um, there wasn't really a question of whether or not it was true. Someone was touched and then some, this person tried to touch someone else. When he tried to touch the other person, she stabbed him. Um, and as a result, there was some quote unquote street justice that took place and, um, right there on the spot, like, you know, beat him <laughs> to within a few inches of his life. And, um, however, they did that and they exacted revenge on this gentleman, if I can even call him that, but because of the beating that took place um when the gentleman sought help he didn't tell who beat him but they also didn't go to the police so i feel like conflicted in that in those types of cases because yes if you exact uh you know street street revenge um they're free to do it to other people so that kind of still does not um that still doesn't rectify, not rectify the situation because you can't rectify that type of situation, but that doesn't prevent them from going on and doing it to someone else, I guess is my overall point. So I do agree with your premise, though. If we have intact families and intact communities that people are less likely to pre uh, do these slimy things, and if they do, typically an example is made out of them. Yeah, um, but we're in the era that examples aren't being made about I shit. I agree. Um, honey, and I'm I'm kind of like, you know, when we talked about uh Bill Cosby um in that case or whatever, and then street justice, I'm like, I don't look at the and then this just me. This just me. This just me. I don't look at the justice system to handle shit. Um, a nigga won't be getting off on the technicality if they mess with mine. Uh, I, I feel you. Like, I, like <laughs> no ma'am. I, I feel you, and I feel the exact same way. And um, I would rather serve the rest of my days in life than allow somebody to walk who harms one of my children. Oh, uh, so, honey, uh, I, I would do it gladly. Yeah, I'd be I mean, a hey, uh, what they call them people. I'd be a trustee and everything in jail, Listen, like, like, happily. I'm to tell you. Look, I mean, it is what it is. But um, we did get a super chat from Nyla says, "Hey, Thank you Nyla, so much, Nyla. Thank you for the support." And and the um, super chatting us and stopping by and visiting. We appreciate you. Thank you. But yeah, girl, um, they ain't gonna make it to court messing with me. And um, I'm not, I'm looking at it like how uh, people are forgiving and this, that, and the third. And, mm -hmm. you know, I feel like my whole purpose in life is mm -hmm. to um, pr protect and avenge my child and Absolutely. my children. And, and you and should be family. willing to put your life on the line to do so. Um, anyone that's not, I, I'm, I'm really questioning your, you, you know, your, your. Um, I'm questioning 
whether you should be a parent, I'm just going to say it. <laughs> like, really, <laughs> truly, if you're not willing to put your life on the line for your child, if someone harms your child in that way, that is a very traumatic thing for someone to experience. And when the incident is the physical incident is over, that does not go away. That is some that's a form of trauma that your child deals with throughout their lifetime. Literally, they're taking it into every relationship with them. They will require a lot of counseling to just get to a place where they can just exist in peace. So you're supposed to, you know? Girl, um, yeah. Um, shout out to Aries Queen. She said, that sounds good for your home, but right next door to you, they have no one to fight for them. And but that's, why that's I highlighted what... a co intact community, not just families, community. But the future is female. The future is so female. Let's, let's talk about it. So when we say that the future is female, let's first talk about like what that means. When when people say that the future is female, um, typically what they're saying is that um, feminists and um, you know this this whole liberal agenda that's being pushed, which ties into what we were just talking about, is makes it so that it's a, a world where um, women are essentially running everything. Women are dictating the laws that are being created um, that, you know, they, you remember there used to be a saying like, this is a man's world. Um, that's essentially saying like, this is a woman's world that, you know, everything in it will acquiesce to womanhood, that everything will be modified to ensure that, you know, women are um, in leading positions, that women are running ish essentially so all these boss babes and boss chicks and boss women that they are the ones in control and in charge and that the society is going to bend to their whims so to speak do you think men have um do you think men have any um responsibility in allowing this to happen um, do I think that men have any responsibility in allowing the world, the future to be female? Um, I think that, yes, I, well, yes, I think that men absolutely have some responsibility. But before I go too far into why, I want to talk about, like, do you really believe that the future is female? Like, we, that's the title of the stream, and we're going to examine it. Um, you know, we're going to examine the title and all of the like supporting data as it relates to why this belief exists. But personally, like me and you, so you can answer and I'll be more than happy to answer. Do you believe that the way we're going and from what you see, everything that you've read, what you see in your real day to day life, that the future is actually female? Hell yeah. I think it's the, uh, yeah. Hell yeah. Um, <laughs> The way women are now, um, women have been allowed to make their own money. They're allowed to do fuck and, and screw whoever they want to. Um, they're allowed to do whatever they want to as far as their reproductive rights. Um, the main thing I think it comes down to is them being able to make money and a lot of money. Um, women are feeling like they're bosses and they're the boss babes. They the boss bitches. They run and shit. Um, everybody has to acquiesce to whatever it is that they want. 
I think that the future is absolutely female. Um, that's interesting. Uh, thank you. And I agree. Um, I do think that the future is female at this rate. I, I don't know that it can be stopped or it can be slowed down because it seems to be happening at a pretty advanced rate. When we talk about the slogan, the future is female. I don't know if you guys know, but that is actually a phrase that we, was used during um, Hillary Clinton's like first campaign for president in like the 1970s. Girl, I didn't know that. Educators. Yes. And it came from like, I think a group of like lesbians that started saying it. And it was like kind of a separatist thing. Like when you say that the future is female, um, I, I am all for women being able to have equal rights. But when we say that the future is female, that is kind of a divisive mindset. It is, it's almost kind of like women who have penis envy, so to speak. It's uh, like, I want to move over you and I want you beneath me, that you are no longer the head, that this is a country that will be ran by women, that the homes in this country will be led by women, that you are essentially my subject. And I agree that, that, that is, that is what they want. Mm -hmm. um, I, I, yeah. When you are able to make your own money and you don't have to answer an account to anybody and you're able to get laws on the books, you able to get men locked up, you mm -hmm. able to do whatever it is you want to. Yeah. Um, you know, of, of course, a lot of guys in the chat are disagreeing, and I understand. I understand what are they disagreeing that, with. Oh, that the future is not female. Uh, well, because men are like, okay, you can't really take away the utility of a man and what men benefit mm -mm. and how men benefit society. I absolutely Listen. agree with that. I absolutely wholeheartedly that agree with that. That doesn't mean that you won't benefit society, though. You're a subject. That's how what the future is. Female. Listen, that's like saying. Afri people of African descent were and are the majority in the diaspora. So how for, so for them to be able to be enslaved and put to work for the white man making money uh for you know hundreds of years to to be enslaved to to um have this you know um be su subjected to chattel slavery people said that that was impossible so when we say that the future is female that doesn't mean that there's no use for you that means that you're only that you're only as good as what you can do that you yeah. will be you know used for your benefit but that you won't you don't have any inherent value to these women that they'll use you just as you know Africans were used during slavery yeah um I'm the crazy thing that I'm trying to figure out is how is it like that when men run the that's like what men? I want to know that's the question I want exactly. to I don't get it <laughs> did men allow this to happen and you're like did men see this coming that's what I want to know and I certainly you know can't wait till we open the panel because I want to ask that to them but I want to know like, like to be honest I think that I don't think that men saw this coming I don't think that men realized what they were um setting the stage for I think Girl, that you know knew. what? I'm going to tell you what it is. Pussy is a powerful monster, baby. She is a powerful monster. Look. And I don't think they were prepared. 
I don't either um, at all whatsoever. I think it kind of took them by surprise and they looked up and that's why we see this influx of men's movements because they realize like, oh, S-H-I-T, look what's happening. Look, you know, look, look, look what's going on around us. Like we've been had. <laughs> that, Girl, that's kind of like... Pussy hanging over their head like a dark cloud. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you something. Women are masters of manipulation, and men, just being logical thinkers, they're not thinking beyond you know what they see in front of them. But women all along was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, they right. magic. <laughs> Girl, <laughs> shout out to Leo mm-hmm. Anthony. He says most of Western society is a gynocracy. The law, the media, the dating world all favors women and caters to them. Why though? <laughs> like, mm. if you as a man, you get to control um if somebody can actually go and pee in a bathroom. You control plumbing. You control if a person gets to drive on a road. You control if structures get built. You control um, so many aspects of the world. How? What? What? what, Where are we at right now? If media is ran by, um, media is being controlled by women. If the law is being favored by women. Yeah. How does it get to this point? Listen, I'm going to tell you what it is. Women were able to manipulate men by saying by um, they were able to manipulate men into this liberal mindset, like away from any kind of traditional uh, ideology into like a liberal mindset. And that is how they suckered them into um the, the the state in which we're currently in i think that and not not only that but a part of it that people don't consider is like the alphabet community being able to push laws and policy if impacting and affecting the alphabet community further sets the stage for the future which is female so all of that because that's part of that liberal mindset these liberal ideologies where you know me too movement is pushed and you know um if you look at a woman too long it's sexual harassment and all of the things like stem from getting policy passed that is in liberal in nature shout out to Michelle Chang. She brings up a really good point. Um, She says we are seen as the weaker sex. So everything is just accordingly. Mm. Um, Michelle, that's a good point. Um, But let me ask you this concrete. Do you think that women are shooting themselves in the foot by acquiescing all of this power? Uh, So I think that women are shooting themselves in the foot, but I don't know that they realize it, nor do I know if they care. And the reason that I say I don't know if they care is because I saw a viral video where a woman was essentially saying that men aren't even needed anymore, that everything that a woman needs, wants, desires can be outsourced. I am seeing black women in mass push this notion of a luxurious lifestyle that they can provide for themselves. They don't give a dang about the fact that their net worth is only $5. They don't give a dang about the fact that they've acquired all of this student loan debt. They don't give a dang about the fact that they're having to do it all by themselves. Let me tell you something. I have been doing so much research on this because just because I found it fascinating, women who are pushing this notion, they they have luxury cars, they have nice penthouses, they 
have condos, they're owning their own homes. They the, the thing, the back side of that is they're acquiring a ton of debt, but they don't care. They're focused on the here and now. They are taking vacations more than ever. The way that women are able to afford this is is, is multifold. All most of these there's a very small number of these women who have husbands who are um, doing well. So, you know, multi six figure earners, husbands, most of these women have a full time job. Some of them have two full time jobs that they've been able to work during the pandemic from working from home. Some of them have uh, if they don't have two full time jobs, they have a full time job and almost all of them have at least one hustle. Like mo mo most of them have multiple selling lashes, doing nails, oh. selling bundles, selling <laughs> swimsuits, uh, everything you can think of. These women do it credit repair uh, and all of them driving luxury vehicles, the vacations that they're taking quad pay. They have all these um, different payment options that they can pay it off in multiple payments. Like they're funding their lifestyle on like credit. And if I don't have the money for it right now, I'll pay it all off later. Like, women don't feel as though men are needed. They feel like they are living their best lives and that they're restricted when they're in relationships. So they don't even desire relationships at this point, most of them. So then, um, shout out to grown man business. I'm, 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 I'm about to mess y'all up a little bit. Okay. He said, yeah, glad y'all can inadvertently admit that women raising their sons without fathers has conditioned them to be weak female what? sympathizers. Um, grown man business. I'm going to tell you what's being, a, what's a, what, what is called an act of war. You, I feel like if you have women that are raising men, that are raising boys and they are raising boys to sympathize with women and raising boys to acquiesce to women. To me, um, that is a strategy and a act of war um, because you're going to have more sips and more um, guys that acquiesce to whatever it is that we want as women um, able to be out manipulated um, by us as women um, to do exactly whatever it is we want. And then I say to you, what's your next move? It's more, Listen, more simps. I, yeah. Way uh, more not, simps. Mm -hmm. Way more simps than there is um, guys who actually took a red pill or who can actually stand up and grab his balls and run shit. Um, but when you have society of society of women raising men, what do you, of course, that this is what the, what the outcome is going to be. Absolutely. And the thing is, I, I, like, I wasn't inadvertently uh, admitting that. However, since we're on the subject, women can only do what they're allowed to do. These women are not making children by themselves. Someone is laying down with them and someone is walking away from the situation for whatever reason. Maybe the woman is taking them through hell. But I, I don't think that this is all on the women. I, and I think that the women who are you know, um, who can be charged with this, they couldn't do it of their own free will without men being complicit and giving away the farm and saying, you know, whatever you want and or supporting whatever policy would put them in these positions of power. That's my, my thoughts, but we got yeah, a chat from Snuggles. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead and read it. I'm getting ready to okay. open up this panel, child. Let Let's it come do through. It. 
Um, Snuggles 668 says, you cannot own anything if you do not have a deed. You are a slave if you're in debt. The women you are talking about, guess what they are? Listen, Snuggles, I agree. I said that they do not acknowledge that they're creating this massive debt and they do feel as though they're in better positions than the men that are, are trying to date them. And I, I have a completely different take. I think that me personally, I don't care how much money much more I make than my partner. If he is as more um, financially savvy, fiscally responsible than I am, no matter how much I make, I have to also take into account the debt that I've amassed, my spending habits versus his. I feel like if you make $50,000 a year and I make $100,000 a year, but shoot, with my debt and what I spend, I'm spending $60,000 a year, but you're a saver and you're investing and, you know, you are resourceful. You are money that you will be spending to hire somebody to do things. You're willing to do them yourself, that you are far better off than I and us together can make a dynamic team. But these women don't seem to think like that. Absolutely. Good, now, um, will you do me a favor and check our cash app kit cloud said sure. he sent us something? Absolutely. Hey, Dennis. Hey, what's up, y'all? How y'all doing? What's good, Dennis? I Dennis said he was coming. Girl, Dennis said he coming to flame your ass. Uh -uh, Let's see, he Dennis. Coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> he coming hey, for you. But yeah, it, it's been a while since I've been up on y'all panel. I actually had to get up here early because I know y'all panels get crowded and it gets ridiculous. So I was like, just let yeah. me come up right now while I got some uh I got some time. But you know, yeah, hey, shout out to y'all, man. I ain't gonna lie, y'all, y'all always come with the effery, you know. Uh, it's always entertaining. <laughs> You know. <laughs> but but um for real though so to get on this topic of you know the future is female you know we also got to remember that um women are strong and independent from the men who they don't want and the men who they don't like um that's something that this whole strong and independent thing um i think a lot of people just kind of forget right so a woman is strong and independent from a lame. A woman is a strong and independent from a man that she doesn't find sexually attractive. A woman is strong and independent um, from a guy who has no game. Um, the the top 10, 15% of men are always going to be at the top, you know, because we're the men that women desire, right? So yeah, you're strong and independent. Um, and a lot of women make their own money simply so they can actually have a choice in choosing um, who they want to be with, right? And I, I think that's totally fine. But um, to say that you're strong and independent, you don't need no man, that goes to the 80% of men. But the top 20% of men, we're always going to be in demand. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it just is what it is. Um, so the thing okay. is, go ahead, Danny. Well, I was going to ask, okay, when you ask men what aspects of women or what aspects about women in society would they like to control? Um, what I found is most men can't give you an answer and then complain about their lack of power within society. What do you think about that? Yeah. So um, I think that, to be honest, a lot of men, um, they also have, you know, insecurity issues and stuff like that. So you actually um, you when a lot of people, when a lot of men say, like, you know, they want to make the money, a lot of them say that they actually want to control the woman, which is something that I definitely don't agree with. Um, I think that both people should definitely have their own uh, autonomy and who they want to be, because nowadays, too, 
especially living in the USA, just like you guys said, a lot of women make their own money anyway. So there's going to be absolutely no dudes want to go back to like this, you know, Roman Greek society where like, you know, women had no power. And that's something I don't agree with. And that's that's what we're going to see in the future. We're just going to see a lot of women continuing to um, further and further distance themselves. And they're going to continue to go out there and make their own sit on their own decisions and the men who they want to date now. to be honest, a lot of men are insecure. Um, a lot of men do try to use money to control women. Um, and that's something that I definitely don't agree with. But Dennis, do you think though that, um, you talk about like the top 15, 20% of men. Um, do you think though, that there's only a matter of time before women also want to be on top of them, you know, so to speak, that women will also want to be dominating, you know, everything like get into a mode where they're power hungry and the power that they have is not does not suffice like well we'll we'll see rose um i think that we've already kind of hit that um i do think that women uh, especially the the most attractive women they want as much power as they can get they want as much power over um a man whether he's quote unquote high value low value whatever a lot of women just want to literally just have as much power and control as they can now, the great equalizer is this, right? The great equalizer is um, you can say a high status man, but he has to have you know, like, you know, masculinity, boundaries, um, mm-hmm. and confidence. And that's 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 the biggest equalizer. So I do think that a lot of women want as many options from as many men as many men as they can get, but um, ultimately it's gonna be a man who has a masculine frame, who has control over his emotions, um, who can who dictates and controls his own reality. Um, who's still going to be in the driver's seat. I actually agree with that because I do think that um, I'm going to tell you something like um, uh, uh, like having discipline coupled with, you know, you being a masculine man that is in, completely in charge of his own destiny that, um, you know, is basically creating his own, uh, setting his own stage. Um I think that that puts you in a unique position because if you're number one, if you're disciplined, you know, you're not going to be easily manipulated. You're not going to fall in love with how good she puts it on you and agree to whatever terms she wants you to agree with. Back up and support anything that she wants you to back up and support, even if it goes against your own greater good. So I think that you know, having those qualities will set you apart and it will make it more difficult for, you know, for you to be controlled, number one. Um, there was something else that I was going to say based off a comment that I saw and now I can't think of it. So um, nonetheless, I, I do think, though, that women, um, I, I find it interesting that, you know, there's this this great desire to to run everything, to rule everything. To be completely honest, I don't want that stress. Like, baby, I I absolutely enjoy being under the leadership of a man because I want to be able to give you my problems and you fix them. Like, I don't want Baby, what are we going to do about this? I mean, (laughs) my nail color was supposed to be cherry red, but it's sapphire. Like, I want (laughs) not something that petty. I'm being silly, but I do want. No, that's the kind of stress stress I want in my life. 
That's the kind of stress <laughs> I, mean, I want. If any, that's the only type of stress I want. But right. you know, I don't want that position. Who wants to be? I know that it may like the grass may look greener. It may look glorious and it may look like an easy job. And women have had this long running notion, specifically black women, that men can't do ish right, that I need to do it. He don't know what he do. You know, like that dates back to slavery days that a woman needs to step up and take charge because the man does not know what he's doing. So well, concrete, I, let me ask you a question. Um, would you be willing to give up certain rights if it meant for men in our society to be put back into leadership like as a whole? Okay, so let's say that you couldn't vote. Um, let's say that you couldn't purchase your own houses, you couldn't purchase any properties. Um voting properties um let's say they limited the amount of kids that you had yeah uh so reproductive rights voting um uh not owning property nah uh, uh, listen personally oh so do you really want the man to be in charge (laughs) oh listen okay this is what i was gonna say (laughs) no because i like i trust listen i trust who i've partnered with so I will freely give up all of those rights to my partner. I don't have a problem with that. But some men I don't feel are capable of making good leadership decisions. So that's why I say nah, because it's the fact that I trust who I'm with and he can make all those decisions. I will say, go ahead, whatever you decide, we're going to go with it because I know he has my best interest at heart. But some of these fools, Huh? I trust you know, my dad too. I'm not talking about the men in my family. Before you get married, like you're not I, thinking I, clearly, I, lady. I'm not, listen, no, no, that's not. That, <laughs> you listen, don't. Do not let me finish. Conservative. Let me finish my point. I'm not so, talking okay. about me personally. I'm talking about how other women could be impacted by some of these losers who don't know how to make leadership decisions properly, leading them into an abyss. Okay, hold 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 on before we get to hood sir, because I got a lot of points. So, C. Rose, yeah, C. Rose definitely said something that's really interesting, and that, I think that's what a lot of women don't really um, understand. So, it, for example, right, if we're taking this analogy, and let's just say that you're like you know we go back to Roman times, you're a peasant, right, and let's just say that you got promoted to the status of a king. You know, a lot of that is that that's a good analogy for a lot of women, right? And what I mean is this mm-hmm. is it's really um now where a lot of women have actually gotten total autonomy and total control of their life right so it makes sense if you were sort of in a a subservient position for a long time let's just say centuries or even thousands of years for you when you actually reach that status of you like you know being able to be totally autonomous then you're going to take that power you're going to want to ramp it right and that's what we're seeing a lot right now we're seeing Mm -hmm. you know women have never really had a chance, um, especially in the USA, to actually have full autonomy. So this is what you're seeing, right? They they want 100% power. They want 100% control. And it kind of makes sense because if you never had power and you you get power, you know, it, it kind of goes to your head, right? But Dennis, but, we've never experienced that. Like our generation of women haven't experienced being subjugated. These are first world problems. Like literally some of the things that we are fighting over and fighting for are minuscule in, in comparison to women in the Middle East. Like we're, we haven't experienced being subjugated. We don't know what that's like. We're taking on the torch. And that's why if you look at fourth wave feminism, like it's really some BS. Like they're literally almost finding things to be upset about and, and take up a cause for. 
Right, right. And uh, here's the thing, C Rose, I totally agree. But um uh was it Sister George who just you just got married you and Curlin just got married, right? Yes. Yeah. So so check this out, Sister George. <laughs> you're a you're a strong, you're a strong woman, right? You have you have No, I'm not woman. a strong woman. No, okay. I'm not. <laughs> that's an insult. That's an insult. Now, no, now, actually I'm not. <laughs> and, and, and I'm I'm good for you, glad for you saying that, Sister George, because I was really about to trap you because I was really gonna say, Well, it's funny, it's funny, Sister George, you said that you're strong and independent. But how do you act when curling comes along? You actually made a great response. It's because a lot of women, they, 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 they actually really don't want that. And when, when the actual masculine man comes around, you know, all that programming, all that BS. And another, another thing, a man that she's attracted to, when she actually runs across a man who has all that, all that programming, all that BS sort of goes back to women. She it, it goes out the window and then she, be, she actually reverts. Um, back to her like you know little soft feminine girly state and that's what actually a lot of women a lot of women actually want that but they're just scared to say it oh um i i don't know if it's a thing of them being scared to say it i think that most women are operating out of survival mode and when you're in survival mode, you're having to do and make crazy decisions. I'm not going to say you have to make crazy decisions, but you're making whatever decisions you have to to get from point A to point B. Um, and then with the types of men that everybody wants, everybody can't get the same guy. Everybody can't get, uh, you know, men in our community aren't taking on multiple wives um, by droves. So it's like um, a lot of women are saying that the men aren't there. Um, the good men are basically all taken up. Um, and then with women, if the good men are gone and we have a society of broken homes and single moms and shit like that, the good men aren't really look willing to look at um, broken women and say that um they're willing to take these women on. And so I I don't think it's that the women don't want those men or are afraid to say, I don't think that the men are there. And even if the men are there, I don't think they're even wanted by those men at this point. Does that make sense? Oh yeah, 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 okay. yeah that totally okay. makes sense. But, uh, but the last thing I'm actually gonna go on mute um, is the future is female to a certain extent, again, you know, the top, the top men are the top, most desirable men, the movers and shakers are always still going to be at the top, you know, re regardless of what people say. Again, uh, you know, th there's tiers to this, right? So it's going to be the 80% of men at the bottom, followed by most women, and then the 15 to 20% of men who they like. That, that That's always how society has sort of been. We've never said it, you know, but that's sort of been implied because here's the thing. I actually went out on a date with an Asian woman older Asian woman yesterday. And she was, uh, uh, I think she was what, from South Korea or whatever. Anyways, you know, you know, from South Korea, she's in the USA right now. And she's talking about, you know, that strong, independent, like, you know, thing, but she's paying for the date. <laughs> she's paying on it. She's paying for the date with me. So, and then That's those same Asian women. Sugar mama. Maybe. Wait, but, you actually had her paying for the date? Why? She mm -hmm. offered. It wasn't me. She offered, but but what I'm mm, trying to Ms. say is, this, 
But yes, yeah, she she's trying to compete. <laughs> but 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 see, that's my point, and and it's, it doesn't matter. Those women are always going to compete for the top men or the men that they like, and that's never going to change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Um, shout out to Bruce Leroy. He said these are the same women that will be crying about protection later. I'm crying about protection right, mother, in there. Uh, <laughs> Listen, but that was a point that she made too. She said, "Well, black women ain't asking y'all to protect them. They got Smith and Wesson. Like they don't like this is this is what black women are saying. Black women who feel as though." They have a master's, you know, a, a nice salary that they are like career women that the, like they are literally pushing the notion that they don't need you to protect them, that they got it, that, that, that they that they come and strap, that they don't need you. <laughs> like what? I mean, yeah, I, I, I got all that. I got my CC, all that. But I, I don't want to have to do that. I don't want to get my hands dirty if I don't have to, you know. That part. Let's get hood servitive. Oh, oh, he's still here. Okay. I just looked up and, uh, (laughs) honey, let me brace myself. Hey, conservative. How you doing? I'm doing good. I had a good morning today. I come, I come to have a nice friendly conversation, you know, but I do have to water on these ideas. One, let's let's go down the list. Let's try to go backwards through time in the conversation. Um, one, Sister George, congratulations on being a newlywed. Um, you, you just made a respectable woman out of you, as they used to say. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all ain't shit. Sure. Respectable before that. What the heck? Uh, uh, big, big facts. <laughs> not, not, not in the world of men. No, no, oh no. You, you ain't shit. <laughs> No, no, real shit. I respect you as a woman because I respect your husband as a man. That being said, as a newly married woman, I find it a little slightly off. And I know you didn't mean it. You kind of just spoke freely. But you can't be out here saying I'm crying about protection just a few short weeks after the wedding. Don't do that. My man's better than that. Now, that being said, um, going back to the idea. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I'm not crying about like I know, per- but you kind of said no, it. no, no. But I want I want to put some context because I'm not ever trying to make it seem like I'm diminishing my man in any aspect of any right. word or whatever. I don't want y'all to ever get it fucked up, confused, misconstrued, none of this shit. Um, I'm good. I'm great. I'm more than good. I'm I'm absolutely positively wonderful. I am wonderful. I'm great. Um, no, I'm saying from black for black women. Yeah, I'm screaming for. Uh, yeah, they do need protection. Um, they do need husbands. They do need men. They do need family structures. I am definitely, definitely, definitely advocating for that aspect of life for um all women if they could achieve that. That's what I meant. So you know, I just no, had to I- add that. Understood. Uh, But, you know, rhetorically speaking, that was a giant pitfall you just stepped into. That was a big trap. But um, let's go to the the whole thing about the female is future, right? How can the female really truly be future when you ladies are also describing all of the, uh, the pitfalls and the struggles and as you just described, sometimes you got to make crazy decisions when you're out here, you know, on survival mode. How can the future be female? And be that at the same time. And I will argue we we could have a future that is female, but it won't be anything to celebrate if that's what female mm. is right now. Mm. The future being female is not something that we should necessarily like celebrate or, or you know, champion the, 
the day it happens because oh, women right now seem unhappy and miserable with the role they have in life. You just describe women got to have X amount of jobs just to pay for all these vacations and um, high living lifestyles that they have. And yeah. you have to take on debt on top of all of that. But they're so not now, complaining about it. They feel like they have more freedom by doing that. They don't want to hear a man's input on how they're spending their money and time and yada, yada, yada. Laugh now, cry later. But <laughs> that's what debt literally means, by the way. Laugh now, cry later. That's mm. how debt works. And when you describe the amount of debt that black women are on, on top of the fact that um, they have that $5 net worth and you really, you really think that the future in these situations, in this scenario, is going to be bright for women or, or men, for that matter? No, of course not. And men see this coming. That's what all these, you know, men, men circle conversations is about. Really, like we see the writing on the wall. Things are going dark really fast. And mm -hmm. finally, too, that whole thing about war, Sister George. Oh God, Sister George, you know. I come, I come to fight you. I, I admit, I got it. Well, what you, let's, let's go, goddammit. What's that? <laughs> what you just said, by, by acknowledging that this is an act of war, are yes. you not acknowledging that Black women themselves are fully engaged, willingly, knowingly, in an act of war, treason against Black men? Mm. Uh, David, are you? If, if I don't know if you pay me any attention, honey, um, I, I'm not afraid to tell the truth. I'm not afraid to be honest. If you are teaching um men to acquiesce to you, and you are teaching your children, you're teaching your sons to follow behind women. You're teaching your sons to allow women to lead them. Yes, to me, that is an act of war. That is strategic. That is deliberate. That is fucked up. Um, I think that it's going to come back and bite them in the ass because when people feel like they've been fucked over, they come and they come hard. But yeah, I, I absolutely think that it's an act of war. I do think it's treasonous against the black men. Yeah, I do. So I, I want to ask this too. If the future is female, does that make us um, a prime target? So if the future, and let's, yes. say, let's focus specifically on the Western hemisphere, let's say the U.S., uh, if the U.S. Is, is, is female, if females are taking over, we have this, you know, these liberal ideologies that we're pushing, we want women in positions of power running everything, will that make us a target and how yes. will we handle that? <laughs> Yes, we will be a target if you are telling women that they are able to sit at the table with white men versus you're telling black women they can go sit at the table with white men. Um, you're not telling black women they can go sit at the table with white women and do um, white women and black women uh, battle it out and shit like that. You're telling them they can compete with men. If you are competing with men, men are looking to destroy targets. You are now a fucking target. You are at the table with them. Um, you are at your competition. So people are not going to treat competition like you're a woman. People treat competition like fucking competition and they eliminate competition. But you know what? I don't even think black women are anywhere near sitting at the table with white men. I mean, they want to use Kamala as an example. I really think that she was kind of like in a, in a position where she was voted in by default. Like white women are like you. They ain't even going to let you shine their shoes like black women have several layers to get through before they get to get a seat at the table with um with, with white men. I work in corporate America. I can tell you like from from stealing your ideas and your creativity and pushing it as if it's 
it's theirs. There is very little respect. And I see women actually, I saw a post today in the very, one of the largest luxury groups regarding black women. Um, there was a post today regarding um, some of the BS that black women deal with in corporate America. I think that black women are fast becoming entrepreneurs and they have all these side hustles, but most of them aren't getting rich off of these side hustles. So most of them do still work in corporate. And I'm telling you, these men are not pulling out a seat and, and allowing you a, a seat at their tables. Yeah, yeah I mean, the future, <laughs> wow, the future is a uh, female. I, I mean, but I, I think that it probably is. And the people who are not going to stand for that rule obviously won't, to, to be quite honest with you. And I just say, look, y'all going to do what y'all do. We're going to do what we do. We meet in the middle when it makes sense. That's that's all that 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 has ever been since, you know, especially since the 60s. That's what it always has been. So, uh, I mean, y'all going to win because there's so many dudes who are really not on their stuff. I'm, I'm not saying just building things for the sake of be building them and then handing them off to, you know, people who don't deserve them. But it's just that there's so many people who just want to peak, who, who want to artificially hold themselves back so that way they can stay in good favor with certain types of women. And that's why they're going to get ran over. Mm. <laughs> that's what it is. A lot of people are willing to artificially restrict themselves so that way they can stay beneath the woman that they want to leave them. So what, so that, what's, oh. what's the benefit in men doing that? Like wh why would someone choose to do that? Oh, you have to ask um, most of these bitch ass niggas that. I mean, uh, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I think it's an ineffective strategy, to be quite honest. I'm sorry for using. Uh, no, no, it's all good, MOT. Un, un Sunday like language during your show, but yes, you have to ask um, the individuals who have deliberately held themselves back for that. You know, I mean, that's that's just where we are, and we have like look. The community is what it is. We got to be able to move forward. And if you can, like me, I work with women all the time. Most of them are very professional women and they do that. And they already know the moment you start talking about this relationship shit, our business relationship is over. So, because, you know, they're really sizing you up for just trying to size you down like ripe corn at that point by talking about relationships. So they have their coffers full of the type of men that they can run. They have their coffers full. So you know what, though? it's already here. Yeah, go ahead. The interesting thing is that um, Danny early asked earlier if women are shooting themselves in the foot. I think that of course, a lot of the women that I see, they're gung-ho about being leaders, having their own, not needing men. I can outsource this on Angie's list. I can you know, get a toy. I can do yada, yada, yada until they get in their late 30s and then they want to procreate. But what man wants to lay down with his competition? And Black women do see Black men exactly. as their competition. They are exactly. literally trying to prevent black men from being in positions of power. Like if you're interviewing with a black woman, she going to give you hell because they see you as their competition. And as men, if, 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 if uh, why would I want to get in bed with my competition? So I you do know what? Um, concrete, are. concrete. The, the only, that's the only thing that keeps us bounded together. We'll have, we'll fuck everybody. A fuck. 
Yeah, but um, look, yes. what man wants to marry is. and what man will trust someone that he views as his competition? And he is the the <laughs> he whole thing about that. He, he's not. He's not. Um, and the the problem is, um, when she get when the woman finally gets older, when she finally gets older and realizes that her ass all she has is a dildo and a dream, um, is when she starts to realize how much she does actually need a man. Yes. Um, but then when you look at when you look at um how kids are being raised now. And women are at eight. I know 40 year old women who've never had a boyfriend, let alone I a do. husband. I do they too. Have never had oh, yeah. a boyfriend. <laughs> so when you're talking to women who've never had men um, treat them any old type of way, and um, they've allowed themselves to be pumped and dumped, and or they're doing the pumping and dumping. Yes, they um, are. And, and, and they're walking in this masculine ass energy. They they're never gonna understand the benefit of a man until um like I said you hit forty and mm-hmm. your mama steady asking you you everybody going on vacation with that man and your ass still sitting there like the lonely bitch trying to take everybody else man you dirty hoe um I'm just saying like <laughs> well, that's when it starts that- to set in. Whenever they do studies on people that like are successful, the number one thing that they regret is not having a family, not investing more in the people who truly love them. Like you can say you get in the bag all you want and that is your focus. And for, you know, up until you 45, 50 years old and then you decide you want a family. But typically people, you know, who do that um, later in life, they regret the choices that they've made and wish that they would have handled things differently and put family first or made that a priority well yeah they regret it at that point at at that point way later like like they understand stand the benefits of endless dick now they understand that and 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 once they make it to that point of what you're talking about that's when they want all the benefits of keeping a singular man around but you can't insert singular man around if you live a complete lifestyle of endless you know surfing throughout the environment and and it's like i've I've just accepted it you know it's like look this is what we're (laughs) going to deal with whoever's going to be successful is going to be successful hopefully they have a trade or something that we can work together with and you're going to have to be able to move on from that point forward because guess what the time the time the future is going to tell us what they were actually doing whether they was productive whether they took relationships seriously because there ain't no such thing as a woman who has her shit together and know how to act who's single. Never fucking heard it. Not not in black America. Uh-huh. Shit, you got 20 dudes on standby. And you remember that New York Times article? How can the future be female if you girl, you ladies are talking around the point where none of this is sustainable in the long run? Like, like getting... Um, d- it's definitely not about being we sustainable. That. We said they're not worried about like the long term thing. Yeah, they're they about thinking about power. How can it truly be female if what you're describing is headed towards a cliff? Mm. Um, it is definitely headed toward a cliff. But what I keep trying to explain to you, if you are raising generations of children without fathers and children under the leadership of women 
then who do you think those boys are going to acquiesce to you who have strong leadership abilities and you um, trying to man them up or they're going to acquiesce to their mama who did pacified them and let them suck her titty until they was 35. Who you really think they're going to acquiesce to? None and of that so, means the future is female. That means the future is conflict. That means we have problems in the future. That means well, people yeah, yeah. women yeah. are not going to have a good time, promise you, because the well, men are going to be... I absolutely women. agree, David. I'm not <laughs> arguing with that. I absolutely agree. We're examining the topic. We're not saying that we believe that the future is female and it's successful. We're examining that to- this as a topic. Okay, Baby I'm David gonna... came to fight your ass. We got a few super <laughs> tests to get to win before we lose them. Have some gravity to this. Like, let, let, let's not keep this all bubble gum and, and, and you know, candy and stuff. Yeah, like, I'm with that. Let's talk about it. Yeah. Um, um, sh- got to read the super chats real quick. Go ahead, Danny. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, we got one from Jack Spade. He says, the future is future and Nick Cannon populating the earth. Uh-huh. Got, look, I ain't going to argue with that. GTENT says it won't be future if it's female. Exactly. And then we have one more. Uh, Omega says, Omega Dread says, dirty hoe, ruin the community and great family on site. And then wow. we got an actual cash app too from Kit Clouds. He says, read the Communist Manifesto. Men saw this coming. Great point. I was going to highlight, you guys remember that, was it a New York Times article and it had like millennial women and how they're like on the computer, but like their house is a mess around them, like they're rife with depression and like they're hiding all of the mess, you know what I mean, behind the computer screen, but they're putting on a happy face for everyone. Um, I think that that rings true. That was the New Yorker magazine, but yeah. Oh, the exactly. New Yorker. Okay, thank you. Mm-hmm. How is uh, that a future? Right. Like futures actually for the for the majority of human existence, futures involve children. And you, you, like if we don't we're not really having children and we're not really having families to guide mm-hmm. the children to be productive members of whatever future you have in mind, what future is there really? Ooh. Okay, so 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 what's happening here is we keep underestimating the lack of growth of men and the actual control that women have over those men who've actually held themselves behind, specifically to put themselves in line for certain types of women. Listen, this is what happens when you shirk your duty and responsibility. Because here's the thing, men can go find other women all the time, but if you have already told them that you're gonna do two things, And this is why nothing has changed, by the way. The men have already said, we're not going to find another choice in women. And we're going to artificially hold ourselves behind so that way we can get the choice of women that we want. Because we see all these other dudes that are unproductive and all this other stuff doing this stuff. So we're not going to move ourselves too far ahead to where we don't qualify. So that's why it is female, because she is leading this thing. Whether she realized she has the power or not, she is in control and if if you let i mean i mean the bravo alpha novembers have actually led this to happen and that's the way it is like a lot of these dudes are just trying to be seen at this point trying to just shoot their shot at this point they're not even trying to move forward and get their own stuff together because once you have two or two or more generations socialized into the Bravo Alpha November uh, 
type of thinking, the whole culture shot. You are absolutely right. I, I absolutely right. Wholeheartedly. Uh, 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 and Sister George, um, I know you don't want to hear this, but there are roving bands of 50 year old fine motherfuckers down in Mississippi trying to get <laughs> pregnant right now to cut their oh, fucking uh, housing voucher back on. Uh, <laughs> Listen, you need to quit. I'm saying, baby. Uh, the, look, you know, right now they're giving um that three hundred dollars per child. Listen, women like mad that they <laughs> that they ain't get knocked up nine months ago because um, they miss crazy out. as hell. <laughs> I'm wait, wait, I gotta quit. Yeah, it's crazy. You're gonna you're gonna need a lot. Of, the future is also gonna be a lot of welfare. If the future truly is female, we're gonna need a shit ton of welfare to make Why it happen. The future, the, the, the future won't. You just said it. Your homegirl. No, I, mean, I was home joking. These ladies are trying to get knocked up to keep their vouchers going. What does that tell you yes. about? The That's a certain segment, but most black women, like even those on welfare, welfare is temporary. So you have to work after what three or five years or something. Like I, I do think <laughs> that uh, mo most black women are gainfully employed. Listen, you get the right people in office, a couple of more feminists that want to take care of the girls, and you will fix that paperwork no problem. Even if you look at the unemployment numbers, like most black women, there's a, a, a very slim percentage in most states of black women who are unemployed. So most black women are working, but that's why they feel as though they are somehow empowered because they're working. And somebody said they're selling shirt, t-shirts and um, pins and they're, you know, they have their little side hustles and then they have these different methods to, to pay for vacations and they're going out and, you know, getting vehicles with high interest, luxury vehicles with high interest they don't care. They want to appear as though they are living a luxe life. Yeah, but um, you know, we have a, a a a person that clearly deals with conservative women. So I don't know what he's talking about. No, he he he's a conservative, so he deals clearly with conservative women all the time. Why would he be worried about liberal women? What's going on with that? <laughs> David don't deal with no damn conservative women. He 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 conservative in politics and that, that penis is liberal. Back to the grind. That's how it goes. But that's also why the can be female because that is the yeah. future of women getting grounded out and left alone. How is that the future? Why are you worried about it, sir? Because that's the conversation topic, bro. <laughs> oh, man. This dude is concerned about the future of his liberal women. <laughs> Not really. Not really. It's not on your own. I hope Girl, you that thing liberal as hell, honey. <laughs> he, got, he, got, he got that welfare over that child. <laughs> it's not bipartisan. To be completely honest, he don't care. There is nothing about partisan about his service. He is concerned about his women. Have a baby Ooh. by me, get on welfare. That's the plan for you. That's it. Ooh, you wait, wait a minute. Do we still have Hood Surgeon on the panel? Because he sounded like Archer now. Come on, man. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> no, 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 no. Let's keep it a buck. Let's keep it a buck. It is no, damn near impossible for women to actually operate like this. You need a man's guidance to be operating within conservative boundaries. 
You okay. just said something of concrete rose. If you if, if when Sister George asked you, what are you willing to do to actually write the ship? What power and what rights are you willing to concede to actually write the ship? You said I ain't willing to give shit up. And I accept no, that see, about you. Like, you like to twist my words. Uh-uh. We're not about to do that. We're not about to do that. Because you twisted my words. I literally gave my reason. We're talking world. about me giving up power to my fiance. Absolutely. There's no one in the world that I would probably ever trust to lead in the way that I trust him to lead. But I'm talking about my concern for other women. In the state that we're in, there are too many men that are incapable of leading for women to completely give up rights in order for them to. Where the heck they gonna be led to? Off of a cliff. You have made, you've had the chance to answer that question. And when you had the opportunity, you said none of that. You said, oh, hell no. It wasn't until I jumped in. It wasn't until I jumped in. You didn't and let me out. finish you know, speaking. I was still father. speaking when you jumped in. We wanted to put, put, do, do the playback because I was I still speaking. Out. You don't you, trust your own father. Well, maybe I did, but that's when I pointed out you don't trust your own father. You didn't have to pull it out. I was still speaking. And before you said anything, I said, wait a minute, let me clarify. If we're talking about me, and then here you come. That's so, what happened, I mean, concrete. I know. That being said, so that being said let's, let, let's clear it up. Let's clear it up now. Are you willing to give the rights of your um adult womanhood over to your father or your husband? Why period. Why is a conservative man worried about Listen, little women? I, I, I am really you can save them all you want, bro. I'm trying to have a conversation. These ladies about to be married. They don't need to be saved. So let's You're talk about it. I'm, I'm already, already married. I'm saved. She, she, she is in no danger of getting liberal dick. She's good. Are you willing? Are you said he came up here to fight. You said he came up here to fight. I told you actually be in charge. I've already said yes. I already answered that before you asked the question. I don't understand why you're asking because I already clarified and spoke at length about why I would be. We got we got hung up on that. Now, the point I'm bringing up is that the majority of black women out here simply aren't going to operate like that. And how do you expect men to approach these women? Maybe that's because they're choosing men who are incapable because they don't know how to pick. But there are a lot of men that we talk about the incapable men that are incapable of leading constantly. And that's the majority of the men that y'all like to claim that that's majority of the men that are impregnating these women. Why would I choose a loser and expect him to be able to lead me and give up my rights for him to lead me? Hello. And 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 let me just interject. Oh, those niggas this. don't count. Stop it right there. Those niggas don't count. The niggas that don't make the cut don't count. Just because women give them pussy don't mean shit. That don't count. The niggas yeah. that you, men that you are talking about are the question here. What are those men supposed to do now if they're gonna leave and they're gonna go off to find other women in other places? How can the future be female if you're gonna be alone? No, that they're not being like like. Listen, they're getting all their needs met. Bum ass niggas. The future's gonna, the future's oh gonna be women with bum ass niggas. Women I, out here, women out here. I think the women want it like that. That's by design. That's what I'm trying to say. That's exactly what I'm trying to say. That's exactly. That's a fucking cliff. That's people falling off a cliff. That is not a future. Yeah, but why are you uh, worried about it? Conservative. I mean, you know, you deal with conservative women only. Bro, I, I, why is this a problem with you? You need to add more to the conversation, bro. Come on. Okay, okay so, so, so this is the point. The point is, the women only want 
a certain type of protection a certain type of way way later in life they know what they're enjoying right now they know the power that they're enjoying right now and as long as they have a little bit of productivity and they have free college and all this other stuff i don't think they need men until they're in their 50s and when they want to settle down and shit and at that point they only want to find somebody stupid enough to take a deal like that and you have to understand if they seem to me too uh lady get a ring they think that there's still hope and chances for them. I, exactly. I don't think this stuff is going to change at all. I think that this thing is going to keep going the same way that it's currently going. And men have to choose not to deal with this system and choose better people. Just like the women got the, the burden of choice and the burden of responsibility that goes with that choice. I think that it works both ways. It's just that men have to up their level of choice through productivity. The, all, the women are born and inundated with choice by just being a woman, regardless of how she looks, especially in this thirsty-ass society. I agree. By virtue of being a woman, they have choice. Yes. And, and at this stage, yeah. like literally, I hear women, I'm in travel groups with black women. They brag about going overseas and sleeping with Yes, they do. Like they don't yes, even they do. need you for that. Like, come on. They are invading every travel group, sister. Uh, 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 concrete rows and putting yeah. it in our face that yeah hell yeah we're going uh, <laughs> America conquered they're sleeping we're going... with these men on these um, <laughs> resorts they're like they're oh, literally okay. and they're they're talking about it and bragging about it and um, they're financing the trips through quad pay I can take four or five trips a, a year I can you know go for a week or so or you know five days or four days and get my rocks off like women are saying hey I don't need you can, can I all you got to do all you gotta do is go to the actual cruise circuit. Those women are on that boat for a very specific purpose. Very specific. Yeah. And her homegirls. The rules, <laughs> if the system allows women to be this way, the solution for men isn't to get better women, it's to get a better system. Like, like that, that is a serious, a silly idea to me as, as if a new batch of women are somehow going to operate in this system better than the women that operate in the system already. Like the no, system. I agree with that. I agree. So, yeah. so running off to get, to drag, uh, we're going to drag foreign women to this system to, to become new women of the system. Not going to work in my opinion. So the argument for me isn't, you know, seeking better women per se, it's making women better, force them to be better. Give them no option but to be whoa. better. Whoa, 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 whoa. Which women are you talking about? A woman who's 40, who's been surfing this system for ever, like been shown attention more no, than no, she no. can handle since she was seven years old? <laughs> what women are you talking about bringing to the table? 40-year-old <laughs> people are not the problem. 40-year-old people are not the future. I'm sorry. I'm, I'll be 40 this year. It's I am not the future. You have to actually get the people coming behind us to behave better than the people who came before us. Yeah, but when I try to tell you what's already going to happen with the people yeah. that's coming behind us, there is no solution. Um, yeah, the people that's they, coming they behind us, us. Look, I mean, the, listen. they Look, are hella worse off. <laughs> like hella worse like, off. They're celebrating it. At least like, I, you know, like uh, in our generation, at least in the beginning, it wasn't something to be celebrated. They're being raised at, through a, a um through a society that celebrates all of all of the ratchetry and all of the you know independence and you don't need a man get the bag girl forget about men like 
I, I they got a very slim chance of of um, turning things around. Well, well, it, it, it's, it's a lot of Well, um, let's get Jack Spade up in here because we have not heard from him, and um, let's see what his uh, three points are going to be for today. <laughs> hey, <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jack. Yo, what's up? What's up? How, how how's married life doing there? Doing there for you? Fan fucking tastic. I, love I can't it. tell you. The ass is trying to get out of it by claiming you're sick. <laughs> You can't, you can't, you can't use sickness as a damn. Uh, why did I get married? Hey, you sickness got to put in and health, child. You got to put in. You got to put in. You got to put in them five to seven years before you can start claiming. Why did I get married? You can't get out of that shit now. Oh no, he's stuck. We stuck. Like we good. Oh, what, like what, what the hell you get that we from? Me and him, him and I, us, we, mm. Mm. them, right. us. Yeah, all it. All of all them, act, yeah. We it's it, we we stuck. We good. Mm-hmm. All right, better y'all than me. But uh, hey, you know <laughs> I'm gonna hit my three points. Uh, first thing. So I'm I've been trying to catch catch up with the hell's going on here. There's a whole lot of shit flying all over the place. But uh, my first one. What the hell is a is a is corporate America their uh, uh concrete? Now she done disappeared. Concrete, he talking to you. I ain't, I'm glad he ain't come to fight me today. He come to fight your ass today. She done disappeared. She done went and got her damn liquor. All right, baby. Was- concrete must be over there baking, uh, baking bread and shit. Uh, you know she be baking cornbread and shit on Sunday. You know she ain't child. All right, over let me get let me get to my next point. Uh, let me get to my next point. So, uh, as I've shared with some folks, I graduated uh, college back in 1987. I graduated from HBCU. Because they they one of the few schools that actually would take me. But, hell, all this shit that I'm hearing now is the same shit I was hearing back in the damn early 80s from damn uh, young black women. Well, I'm going to do this. We're going to do this. We're going to overcome this. Blah, 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 blah. And I said, I graduated in 87. Them chicks ain't done nothing more than damn repeat the same damn shit that their mamas repeated. And their damn daughters are repeating the same dumb shit that they that they have repeated. Only difference between now, uh, only difference between now and back in the 80s where you have social media. Because one of the biggest lies was always from what I heard was always, well, that's just here. That's not what's going on in the other part of the United States. Uh, that uh, not all not all women say or think like that. Now with social media, we're hearing voices from men and women from all across the United States, from different walks of life, different socioeconomic levels, and the lot that the truth is, yes, just about everyone is is singing the same damn song. There ain't no such thing as you know things are different in California as it is, as it is in New York. Uh, 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 what I hear from the younger women is just a repeat of what their mamas were saying back in the days when their mama had their sex appeal. They had their options. They had they had the world going for them. It's the same repeat damn shit. And the, and the end result is going to be when the women of my son's age, he's 28. When those chicks hit their 40s, hit their 50s, they're going to be singing the same damn song that their grandmamas were singing. The same song that their mamas were singing ain't nothing going to change because everybody's playing basically under the same damn set of rules. There's, there's not going to be no change. Ain't going to be no change. Uh, my last part, leadership. 
Women out here, they don't know goddamn leader. What they want is they want somebody to come in and throw some money at their damn problems. That's about it. They don't want they don't want a man to come in there and try to guide them or the household in a better direction. They don't want that. They want you to come in. I got this problem. Nigga, throw some damn money money at it. Shut the fuck up. Don't ask me how this shit even occurred and go and mind you. But the only time I want to hear something from you is when I need for you to open up that pocket and fix my next it. These chicks do not want no damn, no true leadership. Oh, zero. I agree. agree. I'm sorry, Jack. I had to step away for a second to go check on my Sunday dinner. But what was your question? Oh, that's so that's so beautiful. That is so beautiful. (laughs) Thank you, Jesus. You know what? What was your question about corporate America? What what the hell is corporate America? What do you mean? What is corporate America? Because I, I, like I said, I've been hearing that shit. I've, I've been hearing that shit back in the 80s. Miss Corporate America. I'm going to be working in Corporate America. Blah, blah. <laughs> it's just a chick that works in a goddamn office. Listen, that's exactly what it is. What, what Did I try to make it seem as if it was something other than that? Like, yes. Regular? Yes, you did. <laughs> okay. Yes, you did. It's just a chick that works in the office. And uh, the higher, you, think- the higher mm-hmm. she goes up, uh, it's just more damn expensive booze and damn weed that she can buy. That's the only that, that is the only damn, and more expensive car that she can buy. It's oh, just okay. a chick I with agree. a damn job in the office. That's about it. I agree. Um, when I say corporate America, I'm talking about work for in a white collar job for a large corporation, typically in an office setting. Um, well, yeah, typically in an office setting, because there are some extenuating circumstances where it's not in an office setting. But um, yeah, you're right. And she can afford more inches. She can afford longer eyelashes. She can afford longer nails. So and ring up and ring up more debt to come running to some dudes like myself who got a little money stashed the damn side asking, can I can I can I help bail them out? And I say, yeah, I help you. I help bill you out. Just bend that thing over, and I think about it. <laughs> oh, oh my god! You gotta, pay, you gotta pay before you wait first. <laughs> no, I'm not the. I, I'm not the only person she bent that thing over for a couple of dollars. So shoot, let, let's not try to get all <laughs> damn saved and, and, and proper oh, now. Wow! wow. Hell, I'm I'm doing you a favor. I ain't gonna I ain't gonna tell people. She gonna take all your four hundred one k. That that ain't gonna happen. I got I got a price limit. <laughs> now you want you, you want the bag? Go out there and get you some sucker. I'll break you off a couple of chump chains. You know I don't want to see a woman in the dark. But yo, uh, uh no, nah, uh, uh-uh. the, the ex wife had a chance to do that and she blew it. As of right now, that's the only woman on this planet who had a chance to get the bag and she blew it. Ain't gonna be another. Uh, I take the bag. At the rate is going, I don't believe there's going to be another woman that's going to get that opportunity. Oh, speaking of opportunity, uh, mm-hmm. I am now uh, a, a, amongst the soon-to-be granddads. I'm going to have a a granddaughter. Oh, Aww. shit. September o- or October. So, uh, yo, if anybody, if any woman wants to hook up with me now, hey, you might, you might as well <laughs> jump in. Because once, uh-uh. once the grand, once the grandbaby is is born, oh, that's where a, a portion of my 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 wealth is going to. I'm gonna Listen. spoil her up. You got to uh, start Aww. setting a good example for the grandbaby now and, and speak positively about black women. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Somebody might so play these videos back for her one day. I'm so weak. about y'all being using war tactics. <laughs> what? what? I'm trying to. Have mercy. 
Only thing I'm going to do, only thing I'm going to do with that young lady is I'm going to sit back and laugh because all the damn uh, simp ass shit my son's been doing, I'm going to sit back and watch him get raped. And then he's going to wonder why dad acted the way dad was acting. He better better catch a grip now or he going to get his ass uh, a wife and a damn daughter. Son, bro, I'm just going to sit back. I'm not going to help you out. I'll I'll throw my little bit here and there, you know, because granddad got to do what granddad got to do. But, yo, I tried to tell this joker years ago what the hell is going to be going on. He about to get he about to get ripped. Better wake up. Mm -hmm. Oh, you at least try to get the game. Exactly. Say again. No, I said you did at least try to give him the game. I tried my best. I tried my best. But you know, dad, that dad, dad's wrong. Dad, dad, that's an asshole. You got damn right, dad's an asshole. Head. Dad was an asshole for a reason. And he's gonna experience the reason why dad was a grand uh dad was an asshole. Yeah, nothing teaches like life. But hell, matter of fact, I I I've done gone past my five minutes. You know, I I keep my stuff short. <laughs> I, I knew you was gonna come with your three points, darling. Oh, last part: the celebration. The only the, the celebration. Only thing with the celebration is, as I said about social media, um, women have been celebrating this damn goofy ass damn mindset for the longest. Like I said, I've been hearing this shit going back to the damn seventies. Only difference now is. You have social media, which goes back to what I said. Yeah, you can't say, well, you know, I grew up in New York. You know, what I heard was, well, that's just here. That's just in this part of New York. No, I've come to find out traveling and living in different places in the United States on top of social media. This is nationwide. And then you got dudes from other countries, Canada, uh, Europe. They're chiming in what what they're experiencing on social media. So, no, it is not just in you know, a certain region of the United States or a certain social economic level. No, this is just, it's, it's nationwide. It's just the way it is. And women have been celebrating. They're going to continue celebrating because as one person said in the chat, um, unfortunately just have people that have a uh, short, short, I think the person is short term game or something like yeah just short-term mindset uh, not too many people are thinking about the tomorrows in the next years in the seven years because that's one thing I, I i try to hit people up with um especially women my age when uh you know i talk to them like what is what is your what's your one what's your one month plan what's your five month plan what's your three-year plan what's your seven-year plan same thing i try to hit up my my son's uh his wife and she looked at me like I was crazy. Like, yeah, what what do you have planned for the future? Where do you see yourself five years from now? Where do you see yourself at 30? If you're 28 and I'm asking you where you see yourself at 30 and you you got this clueless look on your face, mm-hmm. you're in trouble because if, you, if whatever you want to do is going to take you two or three years to establish once 30 hit. And you ain't taking care of it. Now you're piling that on top of the other stuff that you didn't take care of for the past three, four, five, ten years. But uh, yeah, it's just uh, it is what it is. But hey, everybody enjoy y'all week. Uh, what's today, Sunday? Enjoy well, y'all week. Go ahead. Ask. Well, well uh, um, we do have a super chat that was directed at you. Um, shout out to Gabe A. He says, wait, establishing an intact family unit equates to his son being a simp? Sounds like son was successful in something dad wasn't successful in. Jealousy? L-O-L. Gabe, where you been? Okay, so so I'll, I'll try to answer that as quickly as possible. 
Um, so my thing is, I'll admit, I'm cheap. I've been cheap for the longest. The reason being I've been cheap is because I grew up in a very poor section of New York. And it was I said I would never return to this type of fucking lifestyle ever again. But I also knew that money was not going to be endless. So the only way for me to accomplish that was... I admit I kind of overdid it, but be tight with the money, have try my best to have long term goals and aspirations and just try to be true to myself and true to what I want to accomplish. Um, and for the most part, you know, I've I've accomplished that. Yeah, I've had some rough spots here and there. But m- with my son being a we, reason why I say my son is a simp is because he overextends himself in trying to. uh I say, please, women, um, prove something to women. And I keep telling them, you ain't got shit to prove to nobody except for yourself. You set your goals and aspirations for the short term and long term, and it's your job to complete them. And hopefully uh, those goals and aspirations really takes into the, into account what's important for yourself if you end up having a wife and if you end up having children. Stop wasting your time trying to be out here trying to damn save motherfuckers. Because here's the bad part: you save a motherfucker. There's no, there's no guarantee that that motherfucker is going to turn around and save your ass. <laughs> so his job is to concentrate on what's important for himself, make me proud as his father, and do what the hell he needs to do. So yeah, if you're out here trying to save damn women, you're trying to prove something to damn women who ain't the ones to prove nothing to. In my book, you are a simp. That's his wife, though. This isn't just uh, like some woman. Like this is the woman that he partnered with. You know what they say about he who finds a, a, a wife. So, like you speaking, like you he know they don't believe that shit here, <laughs> right? Y'all need to study your Bibles. His job oh, is child. to take care. His job is to take care of what needs to be taken care of. When I was married. I wasn't sipping for my goddamn wife. I knew what the hell I needed for the family unit. I knew I knew what was needed for the family unit, and I knew what was needed for each particular person in the household, which was me, my wife, and my son. That's my job. All this other simp ass shit. Oh hell no, hell no, hell fuck, hell the fuck. I know that I've been cursing more on here than I've ever have, but hell the fuck no, <laughs> no, no. You need you need a car. They don't say you need a damn thirty thousand dollar vehicle. Get yourself that little Chevy Capri. You need transportation. Why she can't get the why can't why she can't get the baby Benz though? What you mean? At least she a want, little BMW. She so? wants a she like wants a three a Benz. series. She wants a Benz. Once my son graduates from high school, you can he put in them extra Chevy hours. Capri. You put in those extra hours and you can go and get your bins and make he sure you put, put in extra hours or a <laughs> Prius or something. What the heck? Make sure your ass makes enough to make them damn car payments and I not be trying not. to and if not she be trying to extra hours. That's extra hours. She's going to be away from the house. That's Pay fine. Meals. Oh, shit. That, I could re- I could look at more <laughs> damn porn with her being away. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> you wrong. Can I, can I ask the girls a question though? Because I, I want to challenge that that whole super chat just on a fundamental level. Mm-hmm. One, you gotta understand that most marriages these days do end in divorce. So his son, being a newly on the day he gets married, he as he is as successful as every divorced man has ever been. So I like I, I challenge the notion of being successful on that level. And then two, just on a man issue, like like. I get I get exactly what Jack Spade's talking about, and he's not wrong. You know, he might sound a little funny about it. He might make some some harsh points, maybe, but he's not really wrong in the long run. Because as a man, 
Are you really a success because some woman says she wants to be with you? Is that really a success in life? Have you really accomplished something because one of these modern 2021 independent women want to be with you? Like, seriously, I really, I really no, challenge that's you. Not, that, that's that not what makes someone a success. Is a success. Oh, no. Um, the, pro- the, the productivity. That's not the the productivity of a man makes him successful. What that man has been able to produce to society, what he's been able to produce if he does have a family, that was that's what makes him successful as a man. A woman does not define a man's success, period. Thank you. I, we agree. So that like on, on that level, like you you getting married, and this I, I was responding to the super chat, obviously, but like I, I don't really care for the notion that somehow getting a wife means you you made it. Nah. You got in house pussy. You made it. Um, like, oh wow. Um, yeah, that's kind of a silly notion. But Black okay. Wizards be up there forever. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. We want to let Black Wizard in and uh, get his commentary on the topic. Um, Black Wizard, what do you have to contribute to the discussion? Oh, y'all don't want to. Um, is there super chat y'all want to read or something before you get to me? <laughs> Thank well, you, actually, there is. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. It's funny you said that. He says, um, shout out to Gabe A. He says, incorrect. Most marriages over a certain income level do not end in divorce. Right. Hood Servative has some research to do. Mm-hmm. Mm. Thank you, Gabe. Thank I have you, to disagree Gabe. with that Kevin Samuels oh. bullshit. But that's no, most he's right. There are plenty of stats that show that. Well, he's talking about a specific subset of marriages, and I'm talking yeah. about marriage on the whole. Are you going to restrict it to the upper, what, 10%? Mm-hmm. Right. Well, Different when you're talking about the rich. Talk about regular people's lives. Because I, I've I've never been a high-value man, but I've made some decent cheddar, and motherfuckers were damn divorced left and right. Thank you. <laughs> All right, Black Wizard, what you got? He's so considerate. Yeah, no, no problem. Um, well, I was actually agreeing with the with the notion that the future is female in a in a certain way, or at least until it's non-binary. But um, the oh, no. the future, I think the I think if Western uh, civilization governments and billionaire corporations have their way corporations and banks have their way then yes the future the future yeah. is going to be female yeah. in the and sense that uh, this yeah. thing on edward every <laughs> i think i think the future will be female in the way that we are we are seeing um people earlier were talking about like systems and how you know it's you know, not possible to bring a lady here and then, you know, kind of uh, expect uh, her to really react very much differently than most people would. And and to a degree, I think that's true. You know, like, um, I don't know. I think, um, I think there is a, there is a very small, like group of people that kind of control or direct the influence like like let's let's take for let's take for example the loans that were given to uh black women recently through corporations and things like that to for them to insert to tech themselves into tech uh 
uh, Google, you know, kind of established some programs for black women to get involved in, in STEM. Uh, a bunch of banks have done it. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like as long, and then, and then you got the, uh, the government getting involved with uh, trying to insert a version of critical race theory into the uh, education system. It's like, if, if you, if you think about it like that, then the direction that the world is headed makes sense. There's a, there's a lot of, uh, I think a lot of it has to do with just some of our natural tendencies to kind of like uh, when we get an advantage and we feel like, you know, the world is like a survival of the fittest kind of place. And, you know, you gotta do what you gotta do. Then there's a certain way people react and it's when they have the advantage, they take it. So, and, and right now women legally in the West have the advantage, so they're taking it. So, so you know, that, if, if you look at it that way, the, the rest is just like a natural progression to the, uh, to the inevitable. Um, what was the correlation that you were making between like the, um, the critical race theory? I'm sorry, I, I just was, I, I couldn't figure that out. Oh, um, well, okay. So in order for, I guess, governments to, uh, uh, I guess, kind of control the population in a way that's manageable for themselves, they have to kind of like uh, set the minds of the people in a direction that they wanted to go. Before, um, um, before critical race theory, it was nationalism. So there is national history was always oh, taught in, a, in the direction of uh, oh, I, I can feel, hear you now I, yeah you're back okay yeah um, nationalism was in the in the school curriculum before it kind of set people's minds in the path of uh, like conquest conquering we're the heroes we're the virtuous people who go to different places and do things and it kind of set the uh, government up to, you know, invade the Afghanistans, the Iraqs, the, you know, other nations under the pretense that we were, you know, doing something good while they were you know, mostly exploiting that place for resources. Now it's changing to critical race theory in order to support, or at least this is my belief anyway, in order to support the, um, I guess, the, the more futurist female diversity inclusion kind of narrative that would that would you know be necessary in order for you know the government to get us on the path to accepting whatever you know whatever is coming next so you know and, and what's coming next is this future is female kind of thing i i guess uh i just I'm, i don't know why i'm missing it i just don't understand how critical race theory would do that specifically like not not specifically critical race theory, but the version of critical the version of critical race theory that they're using. There's a way to critically assess race that is actually critical and mm -hmm. actually takes into account like, you know, this is what happened when, you know, white people did this, this is, you know, what whatever. Mm -hmm. But the version that is entering into the curriculum right now is a version that is less thoughtful. It's actually less critical. Uh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's more like it's just taking what the nation did with nationalism, which is just pointing, you know, kind of painting the history with some kind of narrative 
and then overlaying that narrative so that you can get people to believe in a certain direction. You see what I'm I saying? It doesn't, it's not really critical. See, and that defies the entire, like, there is academia around critical race theory that is actually critical of, like, if you look at the tenets of critical race theory, they're, they're probably diverting away from the actual academia surrounding critical race theory and doing their own sanitized version, and just like they've done with all history. So they're not really... Um, changing much of anything. Like, if you know, look at it from a sociology standpoint, if they're really teaching critical race theory in the way that it's designed to be taught, um, you know, it would be a very critical analogy of, of, of history. Um, so yeah, I, I, I most, yeah. a lot of states are just banning it altogether. I'm not surprised that there's those that aren't banning it are seriously sanitizing it to the degree that it won't be effective. Yeah, and to add on to that, like the critic, like what makes this critical race theory different than I guess academic critical race theory is that the critical race theory that we're talking about kind of like, let's take the 1619 project, for example, it basically says, this is the way history was told the nationalism lens. And this is the way it actually was. And they and the way they say it actually is, is that, you know, black people are, you know, they basically say black. It's, it's everything has been about uh, race and slavery, and this is a lens that and, and white people are, you know, going around doing whatever it is that they're doing, and this is just the way that they are. And, and when you combine that with the kind of feminist uh, direction that the country's headed anyway, it's like then the then the like. Uh, the theory that oh men are bad you know this and this is why you know so so it's like mm, it kind of it kind of sets up the the futurist female narrative you see what i'm saying yeah i i, I absolutely understand so yeah that definitely is because they're not going to be teaching the truth the true history because uh what was it um 40% of slave owners were white women. And in addition, if they're examining it from a true lens, um, we talk about women being the nurturers and the people that are uh, most impressionable to children and the, the, the people who reinforce education. When we talk about white supremacy, it has to be being learned and taught from somewhere. And yeah, it's probably white women. So uh, yeah. The, one of the things I want to point out, one critical race theory isn't being banned so much for what's written in the uh, the original text to, uh, that laid out critical race theory, even though you could probably argue there's object objectionable portions in the uh, original doctrine. People are really banning it for what they see in classrooms right now. There's a lot of just horrible videos coming out of the way teachers actually apply this. And it's insane oh, behavior okay. coming from teachers on onto students where you're literally like grouping your kids. You take a, a class with like white kids and black kids and you literally point to the white kids and have them explain how they have privilege over the black kids. Like how are those yeah, kids yeah, that's ineffective and that's not how it should be being taught. I'm a trainer by trade. There should be a specific curriculum that designs how it is taught to children. But a lot of the teachers that I've interacted with are saying that they're being told not to talk about race at all in their classrooms. And I really? live in the in Georgia. They literally he, the um, governor here banned it and literally said he didn't want discussions surrounding race. It's not because it's being taught uh, improperly. He 
you know, I'm in a red state. They don't want like they they don't want the discussions to be had. We, you got to wonder, though, it, you just said um 40 percent of white women were slave owners. And that's fair play. Right. That's all. You know, it's documented history. But how come when it comes to matters of critical race theory, we won't discuss the amount of black women in particular who were slave owners? We won't discuss the prodigious slave traders who were black men in this very country, men who bought and sold black people for nothing but money. So when you when you introduce these articles of critical race theory, it is a very slanted view. When when he mentioned the 1619 project, one of the reasons why the pro, why it's controversial is that it attempts to it takes um feelings and emotional responses and try to wrap them in a a factual manner. And that's kind of the problem here. Like there's a lot of facts that we could talk about. The history is so full of facts. You couldn't fit it in you couldn't fit it in one class, but if you decide right. but that's why you introduce it. Facts, you introduced right, it in elementary school, school, just like we can't why act like kids need that though. It was supposed to why, be for why, why wouldn't they need it? They they teach history in elementary school. If you can teach history, listen, how can we talk about why do elementary kids need it when they're they literally have passed a law to teach sex education in K through 12 and they're showing they them amazed, amazed videos that are like kids talk about we're teaching kids math. What's more complex than math? If we could talk about science and math, we can absolutely talk about history at a level that they can understand. C-Rose, the same people who want to give our kids condoms and teach them how to do oral sex in elementary are the same people. They are the same people who want to introduce critical race theory. It is all of a piece. It is for a reason. I think that critical race theory should be introduced in a level to where children can understand it. I think that introducing critical race theory properly will only create more allies for race causes. So I think that it's if it's done properly, it could be effective. But oh, I, so you admit, we're moving too far away from the topic. It's been for the purpose of creating black allies, but that's another argument. Let's move on. Yeah, that would that's that would be that's my personal angle. But yeah. Um, all right. Ken Sean, hi, welcome to the panel. Uh, we've moved it? away from the topic, but what do you have to add to the conversation? <laughs> and you can well, take us back I, on topic. So topic whatever you came up to contribute. Well, first of all, I wanted to um, respond to the person who said uh, with the value that KS has in his experience, which is fine because he's entitled to his opinion. But I'll break it down from a core view because I'm 43 and I'm single, I'm childless. So I'm, I'm going back to what I know. So you can say it's okay, it's anecdotal. But in my day, in the 80s, um, there were very minimum women in church. Uh, the a women had to go to their husbands and their husband would transfer the information in church. And that's just how it was. And so um, when you talk about marriage or when you talk about trying to complete yourself and we talk about the scripture, then when you marry um, and then have a family, then that means everything else is fornication. And what we found in Mr. Samuels, if anything, is that there are mothers that are single with bastards who are not married and under, they are going, entering the church. They're in the front row. So are this, is that a laugh in the face of Christ? Is that is that a laugh in the face of God? What are we allowing? I mean, 
because the statute used to be marry, have a family, and then you're a member in church because you gracefully did it the right way. So if that's all I see from Mr. Samuels, let's try and do it the right way, man. Let, 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 let's not, and, and I don't even want to say Pookie and Ray Ray our life or how we have levels to this thing. I just think that you've seen a lot of moms call in and admit that they before they went on in divorce, they've improved their marriage life. We've seen thousands of messages how uh, wives have stopped being complicated and, and made the marriage more equitable. And so at the end of the day, I want to marry before I carry. And if that's all I see in his message, that's good enough because everything else is fornication, right? And that's all I, I wanted to add on Mr. Samuel's point. But as far as uh, the future of females, I think the future of females is depending on the, what they want. Um, what we've seen they want is to be heard and they're fighting back the way they know how and so that's networking together that's binding together they just got a billion dollars in investment um from the protege and they just got another million dollars from the federal government so women are getting outstanding help and this is without the law and cause of a single father leaving the home this is just independent i think women are the future so when when if anything can be changed by law and congress senate tea parties mayors it's it has to be the black women to change the image of the overall black race and so yes we can divest we can like whoever we want to like and it doesn't matter because that's why you came to america america is a divesting part you didn't come here just to, to like black only if you happen to be in a community of black only, then that's who you're gonna like. So let's not kid ourselves. There's people coming over here meeting new races and they've been doing it since the time this country was held. But what the main thing is, are you gonna get married before you carry? Or you're gonna do everything else, which is fornication. And so I think the the future the future of the females is, is here. Their voices are heard. Uh, anything that wants to go to house, for, for females, it goes through real quick, it gets passed, and it doesn't really get veto much. So black women That's have part. the control of, of both of both sides, of male and black female. But you know what, Kenshawn? Uh, women have allies. That's how they've been able to be successful with getting policy passed. Like allies is beneficial to you in order to make change, especially when you're the minority. So the way that women, the reason that their policies get pushed through so quickly is because they formed allegiance with, with men. Because at one point in time, there were what, uh, when there was, I think, seven women in the Senate, uh, they talked about how difficult it was to get any policy passed. This is when there was a lot of like feminist policy that they were trying to pass relating to regulating or, um, you know, not, or actually, this was when all that stuff happened with, I think her name is Anita Hill. 
Um, this is when all that stuff happened and there was no representation of, or there was a small representation of women in the Senate. So I think like when they were able to do like the trial for her and they were talking about some of the questions that men were asking her that they felt was inappropriate as it related to her actions and basically kind of like, were you asking for it when it came to Clarence Thomas? Um, they were saying like not having enough representation in the Senate was what allowed, what what allowed that to, to happen. So if you don't have enough representation and you don't have allies, it's going to be increasingly difficult to make change. When you do, when you're making those allegiances and, and you are um, in essence, like working together with other people who may be uh, fit into, fall into another category outside of yourself, you're more likely to make change happen or create, create a, um, an opportunity for change to happen. Miss, yes, Miss Rose, I totally agree. Ms. Rose, can can I remind you that Anita Hill teamed up with white liberals to take down a black judge? Okay. It, that doesn't negate my point though. It does not. It does not, but I just like to remind everyone of what the allies got us. Yeah, we know. Point point taken. Point accepted. I I I gotcha. Okay. Well, we're gonna start the process of wrapping up up um and see if you guys have any final thoughts conservative we'll start with you uh thanks for having me up again ladies interesting conversation um obviously i, I disagree on the viability of a, of a female future because you know you, you kind of laid out like we were talking about in the beginning all the all the pitfalls and the problems that women are suffering through in their leadership roles taking on even more leadership to the point that we call the future female, I think would be detrimental to women first and foremost. And so if the future truly is female, then women are and women are due for some hard times. And um, that, that being said, I enjoyed the conversation, ladies, and thanks for having me up. Thank you for coming. We always enjoy you because we always know that you're coming to create some pushback and it, 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 yes. causes, us, it causes us to think deeply, uh, a little bit more deeply about the subjects that we talk about. So thank you for joining us. We definitely enjoyed you. That's thank all you, conservative. <laughs> okay. Um, Black Wizard, what are your final thoughts? Yeah, um, I think uh, the future is female in one sense and in another sense, it's not. Um, I think the future is female in the sense that most of the, uh, I guess, feminist organizations have most of the billionaire corporations behind them to push certain uh, ideologies, make sure women get the grants and loans that they uh, want to get into STEM, even though it's kind of not really showing fruit, or at least as much as the statistics have shown anyway. But um, automation is on the way to remove a lot of what we consider to be uh, man's work. Uh, so robots can take care of fixing roads and doing sewage and you know all that, building bridges and building homes. They've already got robots that can do, like especially the building, building very large structures in like a matter of days. So it's like, um, and when you think about that and how industrialization has made more service jobs and service jobs that generally tend to be where women uh, kind of move into first, um, a lot of what we're seeing it's just very evident that the future as what we what we understand as the future right now 
is looking like it's going to be very much female led because the um, the pow- I guess the powers that be are shaping things so that the, so that ladies have the positions in in power that they do have. If you even think about the dating scene, like Twitter and social media and stuff like this, is all geared toward you know. Well, it, it all helps uh, in a woman keeping control of the market. Um, there's not there's not a lot of tools a man can use to le- to leverage himself in this situation. And um, as long as I think as long as we try to see what utility we have toward one another uh, or what utility a person can serve in somebody's life, then this is the way it's just going to be. So, so um, um, I think uh, and I've said this before a lot of times on the channel, it's like uh, it'll continue like this until something gets destroyed. I'm not sure what. Maybe society. Yeah. Maybe. Right. <laughs> maybe. Maybe the race. You know. Who you knows? Know. But. <laughs> you have a good point. I absolutely agree with that. And I was um talking about that earlier this morning. Um, we haven't seen shit. It's oh, we haven't seen anything. So um, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm kind of ready for the robot. Right. Yeah, and because and, not even because once we move into, you know, women taking these places, it's eventually going to get to the point where it's going to be like non-binary people. Um, so it's like, you know, you're not even really identifying with the gender anymore uh, because it'll be completely neutralized. Uh, technology, I think, will have completely neutralized or helped or aided in completely neutralizing the distinctions of utility between race because artificial wounds um, things like that. It's going. There's uh, all the artificial wounds, genetic engineering, and t- genetic technology. All these things are going to change the way that we perceive what it is to be a man and a woman. Uh, yep. And it's going to facilitate this virtual reality right now that exists. That's called non-binary. And when that yeah. happens, oh, it's just like God. the the last guy I was talking about. Um, women will actually be more harmed in that in that reality. Mm-hmm. So, Absolutely. So, it's like, so it's like the future is female. And as yep. long as we try to see what utility we can drive out of each other, then we'll end up destroying our each other. We'll end up destroying everything. That's just the way it's going to go. There's no way around it. The only way nope. that things change is if we decide, yes, decide to love each other. And, and, and I'll just leave it at that and, and back out. You brought up some really excellent, excellent points. Um, I I wholeheartedly a trillion percent agree, and that's I, I, I think that's where we're headed. So, um, but thank too. you thank so you much, Black Wizard. Thank no, you. no, thank you for joining us. We appreciate you. Um, you landed some very, very solid points. I agree with Danny. Um, definitely something, something to uh, think about, and I'll actually respond in part to what you said in my closing. So thank you. Thank you for joining us. Yep. Can't wait to hear you. See you. Thank you. Um, Keyshawn, a holistic health coach. Um, what are your final thoughts? Yes. Um, I, I kind of agree um, in the aspects of um, where, where are we taken now? Well, we're taken now by the power of the influence of women into all of these uh, different aspects. We've just had, because of the single moms, we've just had June 30th, 
where over 1 million single single moms and single homes are going to be evicted because of last March wow. and Mr. Uh, Biden didn't re-up. And so the eviction notices were given and there's been over 1 million people now on the streets. It's, it's already started. Wow. When we look at the aspects of what was told to women and what was, you know, selling cosmetology and selling cosmopolitan life and single sex in the city. I think that has stared the leadership uh, opportunities for women, but what it, what it has taken away is the ability to live alone for the rest of your life. And it, it didn't equip you guys for that. So I even see a study where yeah, they're actually doing friends having a legal marriage together just to live to the end of their lives because you would need more than one salary, obviously, to live. Yep. And so we've even seen now where the electronic um, sex toys, the sex robots, the machines, and the, you know uh, we've seen where cases of where women are desensitized, uh, their clitoris are desensitized because. A new a new man can't please them anymore because a toy has been pleasing them all their life, mm. and so, and some women just quite frankly only only are are climaxed by, uh, the top of the vagina instead of being penetrated, and so this is a problem because you're now coming out of your so-called whole life, both black male and female, and now you want to try and go into a family and it just don't work. And, and see, th these are the things that black men did not for. And so I can agree with some aspects of where women's choices are heading and where it will cause everyone to be headed. But not all women are like this. I mean, it's the only fans is dropping um, wholesale uh, certain type of content. So it leaves a lot of black women who are used to being like IG models being flown out by, you know, millionaires and being flown out by these guys, their lifestyle is going to have to come down to WhatsApp or Instagram messages. And it's just going to dwindle right down. And I don't know if women are prepared, prepared for that. It, eventually when you reach 28, 29, 30, now you're getting into geriatric pregnancy and these same millionaires who have you on there. I don't think 28 and 29 and 30 is geriatric pregnancy. It's actually 35, but I mean, you're getting into yeah. the danger. Right? So, and, and, you know, eventually these guys are going to get younger models to come on the yachts. And so are you prepared to live the end of your life alone? And that's um, the choices that people asked for, you know, and they wanted the freedom and everything like that. And, you know, go ahead. Um, I was going to say, oh, thank you so much for your um, commentary. Um, I think you brought about some really, really, really interesting points, um, especially as it pertains to women um, being prepared to die alone. Um, women are in survival mode, but I think most people are at this point. Um, I don't think women look at I think when people have day-to-day -day needs and their day-to-day -day needs are taken care of, I don't think that they look 
um, toward the future or there's absolutely no future planning. Um, it's just about surviving day to day. And so when you have it, when life is in that aspect, um, when you're living life from that aspect, um, nothing really matters, but just making it to the next day. And it's just a regular old hustle and bustle. Um, and I, you know, I, I think it's a, a, a horrible plan um, for the future, but you, you know, um, something has to be destroyed for things to be better. So um, thank you so much for coming up. Thank you for having me. Good day, everyone. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, shout out yeah. to Sick Lid. He says, I'd like to do a show on Ados females who own slaves. I'm ignorant of this. Um, it's not Ados females. It's actually native blacks that own slaves. And it's not just the females, but it's a small percentage. But there were people who were native to this land uh, that also own slaves. But it's a very small percentage of the slave, slave owners. But um, yeah, it's, it's out there. The information is easily accessible. Okay. Um, shout out to Black Wizard. He said, I said the future is looking female led, but I want to say female manage. The gynocracy is going global. Mm. Um, <laughs> man, we ain't seen shit. Just watch. Um, but uh, thank you so much for that super chat, Black Wizard. Um, Jack Spade, what are your final thoughts? All right. I appreciate the uploads. I'm going to hit on the subject about marriage. So I've been married. I was married for seven years. And I've said many of times, even though the marriage did fail, if I was able to turn back the hands of time, the person that I married, I would do it again, knowing that the damn thing was going to end because I had met someone that mm-hmm. I had actually trusted, someone that I actually could see me building the future with, even though I did get married at 37 she was 38 so we were older older somewhat older people when we got married but yeah the key the the key component the key component to a successful marriage is trust both sides have to trust the other side and that's long term and short term because a marriage is about uh establishing dreaming um putting together and working on short and long term uh, goals and aspirations that should be in the beneficial to everyone within that family unit and what I what I hear a lot is just, you know, people don't trust each other. Men don't trust women. The women don't trust men. Um, some of them, some of the trust is legit. Some of the trust is just uh, I don't like using this term, just trauma from the past, trauma from everybody else's uh, uh, marriages in life. Um, also, in marriage there's a lot of horse trading, as Obsidian says, or actually vote trading. And that also ties into trust. Um you know, I'll admit I'm a selfish motherfucker. I've been selfish. Hmm. Tell it, tell the truth. Shame I'm a my way or the highway type of man, but are you a Leo? We can tell. No, nah, baby, I'm a, I'm an Aries. Oh God. <laughs> well, one of the great things I did enjoy about my marriage, even though it did fail, I had to force myself to give up that protection of being in control. Um, being willing to vote trade with someone, even though I can't, I couldn't read her mind. I did not know if she was going to be able, if she was vote trading on, on, on an equal playing field. But you know, that's just one of those things that you have to do. 
in, in a marriage for it to be successful or try to make it successful. And my last point, building. Whenever this topic of building, black men don't build comes up. It's always from the perspective, once again, the trust. I want you to build me a house. I want you to give me something. I want you to give me some tangibles so I can so I can I can feel that I've capitalized on this relationship no matter how long or how short it's going to be. You never hear anyone unless they're coached when they mention building, building the foundation to support a constructive marriage and child bearing on. That's where you build that. You build by by providing your child the best basic education and people get this part twisted. The best basic education in which you can provide and which you can afford for your offspring. And hopefully that is transferred to the next generation and the next generation. It's not about you building for me so you can put me in a 400 or 4,000 square foot home. It's not about that. Once once you have the child or have the children, for the most part, your wants as an as a parent, as an adult, that that stuff kind of goes to the goes to the wayside. You put it on hold uh, until, like I said, the, what I said earlier about you know once my son graduate high school, uh, my then wife, yeah, you could work some extra hours if you want a damn fancy ass damn car. Our job is to is to put everything that we can into the building of our offspring. And to me, that's far more important than any of the other damn arguments about this building that I keep hearing over and over and over. But I'm going to tell you now, ladies, uh, what is this? What is this? Uh, what is this generation? Millennials and Gen Gen. What the, what the hell is the next generation? Gen Z. Gen Z. Look, look at the past. Look at your mama. Look at your grandmama. If they if they tried their best to instill in you what womanhood, motherhood, and spousehood is, and they fucked up, trust and believe your ass is going to be fucked up when you become 40, 50. The chicks that I'm dealing with now in their 50s haven't hit quite 60 yet. But yes, women, mothers, they cannot teach their daughters nothing different than what they were. You can only teach what you are. And that's a, that's unfortunate. But y'all take it easy. Everybody in the chat, have a great week. Be safe and see you on the next swing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Jack Spade, for your commentary coming and blessing us uh, with your thoughts on the topic. Um, definitely enjoyed you. We appreciate you as always. Did we have anybody else? Macbone, when yes, we you add you to me. the panel, when we add you to the I, I, panel, I, I, you, you have know to what? have your... I am ashamed of y'all. Oh, wait a I'm minute. Wait a minute. No, baby. No, baby. We ain't uh, going to worry about it. Let's go. No, baby. And, um... uh, uh, let, me, let me just explain this. Um, Edward, you're very disruptive when you come on. Mm-hmm. Um, you always have YouTube or something playing in the background. You always doing something in the background. You're very, very disruptive. Absolutely. Um, it takes away from the flow of the conversation. Every time when she tried to add you, you hear this background noise. You should be muted while you're added on the panel. And then once it's your t- chance to speak, we'll absolutely allow you the opportunity to. But that's a distraction. And it's it's very unnerving that every time you're added to the panel, there's a disruption that comes with you. You, you can't do that. That's like, you know, it takes away from the flow of the conversation. 
Yeah, but uh, let's wrap up our final thoughts. Chat. Maybe right, he can come ahead. back next week, um, honey, because uh, <laughs> you want to go? Or you want me to go first? But shout out to everybody who came through. Um, this was a really, really good discussion. Um, I feel like, yeah, it was a good show. I, I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. Um, shout out to everybody who came through, cashed after us, super chatted us, and everybody in the chat. I really, really enjoyed you guys today. Yeah, that's all I got. Thank you, uh, Danny. I didn't forget half of what I wanted to say, but I do want to highlight that I do think that um, the future is female. Not even if we, when I say the future is female, I guess I'm saying that in a general sense. I think that one thing that I firmly believe is that the future is such that um, we will continue to have the world, not the world, the 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 U.S. Maybe the world at some point in time, um, been to the whim of women, like trying to make sure that, you know, the world around them is comfortable. Um, that is kind of the flow that we've been in. And I don't see that stopping. I do think that part of that is, you know, women creating allegiances. I do think that women are in a way shooting themselves in the foot by, um, desiring power so strongly that they're willing to destroy the family structure as opposed to the future being female led or female period. Why aren't we more concerned about, um, you know, having an intact family structure, having unity, having, uh, you know, um, uh, positive examples, a traditional uh, positive examples of a traditional family that we want our children to model. Like that seems to not even be a factor at all, and that's kind of disturbing to me. Um, I don't see women wanting to forego um, all of the benefits that they receive. As much mess as women talk about double standards, like we are the ultimate benefactors of double standards. Um, we right want this modern modern we you know we want this modern um way of doing things but we want we still want to keep the traditional uh you know um things that um are beneficial to us, like such as protection. So, you know, we want to be a, a, a man's equal. I'm, I'm your equal. Anything you can do, I can do, but I want you to protect me. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like absolutely insane. And I don't know if we realize the hypocrisy, but it's, it's definitely there. I, like I said, again, don't understand the desire to want to have power and be in control so strongly. I want no parts of that. I absolutely enjoy my position as a support me to my fiance, who is the head. And yeah, uh, I, you know, to, to, to each their own. I, I just don't think that women want that change. I think that they're okay with the status quo. And um, I don't know if we will ever get back to intact family structures, anything that looks like tradition. I understand that we have to evolve and I'm okay with that. Um, but why aren't we evolving in a way that's beneficial to all parties. That's my piece. That's my two cent. We had adult discussions surrounding this topic. I really thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, thank you to everybody who joined the panel, everybody who super chatted us and cashed at us. And thank you to the chat for keeping it popping. And that's all I got. Okay. Well, guys, we will see you all back here on Wednesday. Um, have a productive week and drink your orange juice. We're out. Peace.